Oh, there I am. Hey. hey. <laughs> yes, sir. Nailed it. What's up, homie? How you I'm, doing, man? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. It's Friday. Uh, had a couple of white claws already. Have you seen so, that? Have you seen that guy? No, you, I'm, you, of course not. Let me show you. you you're not on uh, TikTok. There's this dude. No, I'm not on TikTok. Um, uh, hold on. Tick- hey, check it out before. Yeah. Well, I just check out the shirt. Uh, where are you? Can you see oh, it? Oh shit, that's dope. Whitney, son. Hell yeah! I was inspired to get this after our discussion. Uh, last last episode with the bodyguard. Hell yeah! I got it from Target. It was on sale for eight dollars. I was like, yeah, that's and a this good is like price. This, and this is like prime Whitney right here, man. That's prime Whitney. You know it was. It, you know it actually makes me sad when I watch the bodyguard. I'm just thinking about like how much she deteriorated. Yeah, it's sad yeah. as fuck. I know, but that era, like early '90s Whitney, unstoppable. She can get it, man. Yeah. Yeah, un- I actually I, I ran into Bobby Brown like several years ago. What? At uh, so you you live in the valley like yeah. I did. Uh, there was that one sushi chain that was known for having like the uh, all you can eat sushi. Uh, was it not miso? Uh, fuck, what was the name of it? There were a couple of them. Me and Amir used to go all the time. It doesn't matter, but I saw Bobby Brown. That's uh, weird. One day at this all you can eat sushi place and I was with I think I was with the mirror or maybe I was with Akane. And I was like, "Oh shit, I think that's that's Bobby Brown. My prerogative." <laughs> and sure shit, it was him. I didn't say anything to him, but it was definitely him. That's wild, man. What a weird like I would never expect anybody to run into Bobby Brown. Yeah, I know, right? But I, had, I did. I had that tape. Well, congratulations. I'm sure it was a treat for both of you. Uh, <laughs> I had that tape, that my prerogative tape, that whole record, and I would listen to that in my fucking Walkman as I walked to school every morning. Like I was, I was so into that record; it was so good. It still holds did up. Did you have? Did you have an official Walkman, like Sony Walkman? No, like some, you know, Bobo brand. Okay. Like, I don't know whatever the All fuck right. it was. Yeah, I, I only asked because uh, I remember the first Walkman I had. It was uh, it was yellow. Do you remember the yellow Walkmans? I think my sister had one of those yellow ones. Yeah, yeah, just garish. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know why or how they chose yellow. Yeah, it was like thing. the size of a car battery. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was my first Walkman. I miss those times, man. Everything was just so simple. I know, I know. We definitely do not live in simple times now. Not in any respect. Just like nothing. How do yeah. I? How do I share? I got to share this with you. I, you can share your screen on here, can't you? How do you do that? Um, you asking me, the guy who took like 15 minutes is trying to get connected to this call? <laughs> I'm just speaking out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'll figure it out later. Here, I'll, I'll just hold my phone up so you can see it. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but yeah, that... that uh, that Bobby Brown tape, man. I love that shit. Um, I like that shirt you're wearing. Oh, thanks, man. This cool guy I know designed it. Yeah, I think you can get that from uh, your merchandise. Store, you certainly can. Right? Grandbreaker.com slash merch. Pugilist. Yeah, that's Pugilist shirt. Is yep. that you in the design? 
Uh, no, it's um, um, oh, fuck. What's his name? Um, it ain't me. God damn it! It's uh, shit. What is for his shame. name? For shame, for shame. That's like is, is this it, is as bad as me forgetting Jason's name. I know, is it John L. Sullivan? I think that's it. Let me let me look. John L. Is he John a famous boxer or something? Or yeah, or? yeah, yeah. It's John L. Sullivan. Yeah, he's a famous old timey boxer. Oh, you know, the, this type. Oh yeah, the, the, the knuckles up type. Fucking handlebar mustache and shit. Yeah. Got you. Got yeah. you. That's um, a dope shirt. Thank you, man. I, I own. It. I own one. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I almost wore it. Today, but oh, I had to God. I had to rock the Whitney t shirt. Could have been you know? twinsies. Well, here, here, check this out. Check this out. All right. Normally he says like white claw every other word too. He's not doing it this one. Uh, yeah, but but he's but he's drinking the best flavor. Is that drinking the best? Watermelon's watermelon the best one. Watermelon's the best. I'm drinking uh, the uh, ruby grapefruit, which is uh, it's in my top three. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's all he does, man. He's, it's. Uh, Can't, I can't really hear him. Oh no! Can you, if I do it, maybe you can hear it. I guess. Thursday night, baby. Fuck yeah! It's the yeah. I can't hear that either. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. He just he says fuck and woo, and he's like fuck yeah, baby. It's Friday night. Fuck yeah! I'm gonna have this fucking white claw. Fuck yeah! He's weird. Well, what? well. Cheers, cheers to him. <laughs> cheers to White Claw, Gabe. Cheers to White Claw, man. We got to get that sponsorship, son. I know, man. We just got to ramp this shit up. I know. We'll get it. We'll get it. That's that big fish. Hey, what episode is this? Are we 31? 32. 32? 32, man. Bro, we are we've done almost more. to 50. <laughs> yeah, man. We've done more in the last whatever, I don't know, eight weeks? Yeah. Then we, <laughs> then we almost ever, our whole yeah. career. Almost our whole career. This, this, this is an epic run that we're on right now. It's pretty solid, man. It's very exciting. An, an epic run. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, dude. So uh, earlier today, I just got to share this story because it's it's nuts. So you've never been in my apartment, have you? Mm-hmm. You came. You came once. I think I've been a few times. Yeah. So I finished up my work day and I headed to Scarlet uh, Lady, which is like my local watering hole. Okay. Uh, shout out to Scarlet Lady. It's a great place in Culver City. If anybody ever is in Culver City, go there. It's great. It's dope. Good people. So I'm going out to the back and I'm in the alley and I walk into my car. And so I live right next to a restaurant, this uh, uh, Asian fusion restaurant called Finn. Nice place. Been there once. A little pricey, but whatever. And so I'm walking into my car. I got my mask on and everything. And there's a guy standing outside smoking a cigarette. And he stops me and he says, hey, Brian, 
And I was like, yeah. I was like, God damn, fuck. This happened again. Somebody recognized me. I don't know who this person is. Uh, and he was like, yeah, Brian. So he, so he said, Brian, I said, yes. He was, and he, and he goes, so we're working, we're working tonight, right? And I was like, uh, n- no, no, that's not me. He's like, oh, you're not, you're not barbacking me tonight at the restaurant? And I was like, nope, wrong Brian. <laughs> but, the, but I told him, I said, but my name is Brian. That's weird. And he was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, yeah. And so we, we talked for a couple of, you know, we, we, we talked a little bit. And then I'm like, all right, well, have a good night, have a good night. Keep going to my car, but I stopped and I'm like, wait a minute. So the Brian that you're expecting is his name spelled with a Y or with an I? And he goes, with the Y. What the fuck? I said, me too. It's <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. And so, so, okay, so I get in my car, I go to Scarlet Lady, I get a beer. Uh, they've got this nice tinted area that they uh, put up when they reopen for COVID and all that kind of shit. They didn't have it before. I hope they keep it. And so I go inside, get my beer, go out, and I'm watching the uh, the Knicks game that is, I think, probably still going on, or maybe it's over. And so I'm sitting down, you know, by myself, sending in texts to my sister and shit. And there's another guy sitting next to me. We're all kind of socially distanced. And me and him were just talking about the game at first. And then I'm like, hey, so what's your name? And he's like, oh, Brian. <laughs> and I was like, I'm Brian. What? And, I'm, and, and I asked him, like, with the Y or with the I? And so he broke the chain. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm with that with, with an eye. And I was like, oh, shit. So we start talking. And then he tells me, come to find out, like, he's adopted. And he had reconnected with his original birth mother like 20 years ago. And when he met up with her, she had two other sons. And one of her son, one of one of her sons, she named Brian with a Y. What? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> This all happened within the span of 30 minutes. I met two different Brian's and then heard about a third Brian that spelled the correct That's way with the Y. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. I just figured to myself, I either should buy a lotto ticket or <laughs> I don't know. It was, did, did you do that? Blue. No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> I don't even know how to buy lotto now. It seems all complicated. I mean, I know you can get the scratchers. No, you just go in the same way you've always done it. Fill out the paper or you just tell them. But I don't see, I don't even know how to do that. Like, I see the little slips, and I think that's the Powerball. They're all numbers, all, all of them, yeah. You, or you can just go yeah. up and ask for quick picks, and they'll just do random numbers for you. Quick picks, yeah, yeah, you I guess. do that too. It's all the same. I've I've never bought a lotto ticket in my life, but but yeah, that was. I just thought that was an interesting story. It is interesting. It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah. So how's your day been? Good. Um... Grayson left this morning, so I didn't really. I had like a few clients, but I worked out early and uh, ran a couple errands. And that was it. I uh, one of my errands I was gonna run. I have one of my guitars at this uh, guitar tech down this near me. It's been there for like five weeks. So it's a long time. It's not like crazy long. I mean, guitar techs are busy and they're slow and it's usually like one guy running a whole shop and stuff. So whatever. But, um, and I had a lot that I was doing with this guitar. So I texted him last week. I didn't hear back. So I called him What were you getting, what were you, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like, what were you getting done on the guitar? Like, why do you have to take it in to get it fixed? Like, was it, 
the strings it, broke or well the strings you can always change yourself that's not a big deal and most changes i can do myself i i had last year i got really high and then i woke up and i realized that i had ordered a uh counterfeit guitar from china and i was like <laughs> ah fuck <laughs> <laughs> because I've been like selling guitars all last year and the year before. I've sold like six or seven guitars in the last couple of years. And, oh, uh, shit. yeah. So I'm trying to like downsize. Um, cause I had like, I don't know. 16. Yeah, I was going to say, how many guitars do you, you have, bro? I, I had like, I don't know, 17 or something like that. Oh, shit. It's a lot, too many. And, uh, so I got it down to like eight or nine. And now I think I'm at 10 again. It's like, okay, fucking, I don't need any more guitars. But, uh, so this guitar that came in, I had had them, like, I told them, like, this is everything I want. This is how to do it. And, like, they can make decent guitars. Usually, like, if you, if you go that route and you buy one of these guitars, um, they're made well for the most part. Like, they're usually made well, but it's just, like, the electronics are shit and the hardware is kind of cheap. So you just replace all that and now you have what would cost you in the States five or eight thousand dollars. You have for three hundred dollars. And then oh, wow. once, once you upgrade it, maybe you put, you know, a thousand bucks into it and now whatever, you're, you're good. And you have an amazing guitar for very cheap. So anyway, I had uh, very specific about the colors and this and that. And then when they shipped it, it came in like earlier this year. Um, like I wanted like this brownish color and it was fucking red. It was just like a red guitar. And I was like, what the fuck? So anyway, oh. <laughs> I went back and forth with them for a long time. The big company people had to step in. And then like, I was like, look, this is not what the fuck I ordered, blah, blah, blah. So they ended up cutting the price in half. So I paid like 120 bucks <laughs> for this nice guitar. It was just the wrong color. So I refinished it myself. So I stripped it all, refinished it, stained it. And I was like, good. And then it came to the wiring. I had all these pickups. Um, like the. Yeah, you're using, you're using this slang that I have no so, idea. What... So these things in electric guitars, these are pickups. Oh, yeah. It's like essentially okay. like the microphones of the guitar. Yeah. So I refinished it. So I stripped all the color off everything. This isn't, this isn't it. This is a different one. Um, and then, so when I came time to do the wiring, I, um, is a complicated wiring scheme that I was trying to do. Uh, cause there's three pickups in this guitar for anybody listening. It's a Les Paul custom with three pickups. And, uh, so anyway, the wiring is complicated because each of the pickups, I have what's called a push push pot, which means I can switch between. <laughs> this is so nerdy. Sorry. Um, no, so, no, no. I asked. I, I want to know. So you see on this one without the cover. Yeah. There's these two rows, right? Yeah. They're called bobbins. So this type of pickup is called a humbucker. Like uh, normally, if it's, if it's just one, you hear like a like a hum. Like a, yeah. You know, it's like radio frequency hum type of thing. Um, it's called six like white noise type thing kind of, but it's like a little more buzzy. So when okay. this type of pickup, there's two and that hum cancels itself out. You can't hear it. Cause like one polarity is going one way, the other is going the other. So that noise goes away. They're called humbuckers. Anyway, um, they sound a little different than the single coil. So I like to be able to have both options. So the wiring I was doing was that each one would be able to switch between using both of the coils or one of the coils. It's called a split coil. So anyway, it gets very complicated. And I did the wiring myself. I stayed up all night. I was soldering and I was like, I think it's right. And then it just wouldn't make any sound. So I found oh. this guitar tech nearby. I took it to him. I was like, look, I don't know what the fuck I did. 
you figure it out. And he was like, yeah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that was like, a, you know, like maybe I think like the last Monday of April. So it's like five weeks ago. Yeah. And, uh, he did. And he, I didn't have any of like the hardware, like the pieces to hold the strings and shit with me. So it took about a week. I brought in the rest of the shit. I was like, can you just go ahead and set it up while it's here? Like make it playable. Um, and he was like, yeah. And there was some other work that needed to be done. Like some of the new pieces I bought didn't fit. So he was going to have to like fill, you know, put some de- wood in there and then redrill. And I was like, fine, man, just go for it. Do what you got to do. So a few weeks go by. I text him last week. I don't hear anything back. I call him today and I'm like, Hey dude, it's uh, me with the, this and that. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I was just seeing what, when I can get an update. He's like, Oh, I'm actually in Texas on tour with this artist. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about man you have a job yeah <laughs> and he was like oh yeah i'll be back next week i'll get to it then I'm like if i had so been he, called like how he long hadn't even you started think? on it it's like he, he did the wiring i saw that when i dropped off the hardware oh, okay. like it's all good but i was like if i hadn't called honestly like <laughs> how long till i would have gotten my fucking guitar back <laughs> so anyway <laughs> i was gonna do that it didn't happen so i, I came back and uh, I bought, I'm going to change my oil tomorrow. So I bought shit to do that. And oh, uh, I'm doing that. I'm doing that too. Are I'm going to do, do you, the same thing. Yeah. Do you do it yourself or you take it somewhere? Oh, I'm taking it somewhere. Oh, okay. I'm going to, uh, the drive through Valvoline, uh, in Cobra city. Okay. Yeah. Get up early, take care of that. Cause I got to drive to, uh, Palmdale tomorrow. Meeting up with, uh, my, my, my cousin, Trisha. You uh-huh. met Trisha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, up with her and her sister and my uncle on, uh, they, I think they're barbecuing for Memorial Day. So nice. Doing that. Yeah. Nice, dude. That's good, man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so you'll you'll get your guitar back within the next three to four months. He's like, yeah, it's, and it's like I don't need it. I just want it. I you know it's yeah. I well, put yeah, a lot of, of work into it. it. Yeah, I want it back. It's been you know it's been five weeks. I want the motherfucker back. Um. So yeah, that, that's that's like very typical of guitar. Uh, repair people are kind of like pool guys, like pool cleaners. They're just yeah. real, like flaky, and just like I don't know. But you know, though, I can, I can, I can understand his side of it too. Where I'm like, he, yeah, he, he does this. He can repair guitars, but he's obviously also a player himself. So well, when he, he's, gig- he's touring with a musician as his guitar tech. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's doing the same job, just. <laughs> in another state with another person, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's like a, you know, it's, he's like he's like a big artist, so it's I get yeah. it, I get it. The money's good, yeah. it's fine. Do what you got to do. But it, but at the same time, it would have been nice had he given you a heads up, a heads up, it's like, hey, Graham, you know what? I know I got your guitar, I'm working on it, but I got this gig, so it's going to take a little bit longer. Yeah, and you would have been like, okay, no cool. problem. Thanks for letting just, me know. Just give me the heads up, man. Just give it, it, yeah, and the way they do it, like it, just like a pool guy, where like there's never a problem on their side of things. They're just like, oh yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I'm in Texas. I'll be back in like a week. I'll take care of it then. I'm like, great. Yeah, <laughs> like like he's doing me like, a favor or something. <laughs> and honestly, like what else? I mean, what can you say at that? Nothing. Point? It's like, like, uh, yeah. I'm not going to be okay. a dick. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. That's just okay. the situation. Yeah. But yeah. Oh man. But uh, had a nice uh, today was my sh- or this week was my short week with Grayson, so I only had him two days this week. So you know it's two five five two that type of thing. Yeah. Um, but it was good. We had a good time. We sculpted some more, and that was fun. Nice. Yeah. What did you guys make? Um, I was about to say I know you got something to show me. I keep them here. 
I know this is a uh, audio podcast, and so then y'all can see. I'll, all I'll post stuff, pictures but... today on our Twitter. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll post pictures. Uh, well, this episode will go up tomorrow. Um, yeah, it'll be on our Twitter at Bombcast Podcast. So he made this guy called the Pumpkin, and he's like, uh, this is his cape back here, and he's like a floating head. It's painted oh, all bro, creepy. Bro, bro, do you know who that looks like? Who? Uh, Pizza the Hut. It does from, look uh, like Pizza the Hut. Pizza the Hut from the the Mel Brooks. Uh, was it Spaceballs? Yeah, it does look like Pizza the Hut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Holy but shit. but you know it's kind of dope. Like he he got like the eye indents, and then he added on like big eyebrows, so they're like push forward. And then he made this nose, and he, like this is his beard. And he he came up with this whole backstory that like if you look at his eyes, you'll have a heart attack, and like you'll die, and like he like flies through space looking for people. It's a, his whole thing he was oh, making wow. up. I was like, that's dope, dude. And then I he wanted that is me dope. to. Yeah, have you ever seen Spirited Away? Uh, the Miyazaki no. film? No, I know. Yeah, I, I know what it is. I, How are you yeah, gonna I spend so much time in Japan, have a Japanese ex girlfriend, and not see? Wow. I saw Castle in the Sky. Okay, that's something. It's also Studio Ghibli. Yeah, uh, but, and I uh, saw. Oh, I know that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No I mean, yeah, I, yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. So I made him. This is like the part where he's uh, offering gold. Oh, that's good, man. Thank you, man. Look at you, just constantly developing new skills. I'm I impressed, bro. I like I like doing stuff. Yeah. But oh yeah. man, I gotta be more like you. You know, <laughs> I gotta get more into liking to do more stuff. Nothing is hard if you're just willing to fail a lot. Well, that's life, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. I, it's anything. As people go like, oh, I can't sculpt. It's like, yeah, of course you can't. But then you just start <laughs> and then yeah. you can. And you can, yeah. 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 Was, yeah. But it, it, I have to say, it is really fun and super relaxing just sculpting yeah. shit. I don't know why. Like, I mean, creating yeah. things is always fun, but like, I don't feel any stress when it's, it's very, very relaxing to sculpt. I don't know why, but it's pretty fun. I, 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 I get that feeling. Uh, I have a similar feeling that I get when I'm uh, designing, you know, something for the game where I just, yeah, I, I feel where it's just, it's relaxing and I'm just like in my zone Yeah, and I'm just plugging away. I mean, I'm just typing stuff, but it's, I'm typing what's in my, my yeah. brain, like yeah. what I've thought up and I'm like, oh, and I get excited because I'm like, oh, this is going to be so dope. And then I'm like, oh, we got, yeah, we can do this too yeah. and that and da, da, da. Like I designed this thing, this 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 feature in 2019. I'm not gonna say what it is because I think, I mean, what the fuck do I know? But I think it's a well, million, you know, you know uh, quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it's a multi-million dollar idea. Hey, I really do, I really do, and yeah. Well, let's leave it at that. I, I don't want to. Yeah, that that's amazing. Yeah, and yeah, I think I it's really really cool. A first for any wrestling game. Wow! And because I like to, I, I like to think outside the box, sure. you know, and come up with things where it's like, okay, well, yes, this is wrestling. This is what everybody expects. But I figured out this pivot where I'm like, oh, because I was playing Tony Hawk, and they kind of kickstarted the whole thing for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we can make this. We can we can gamify this element of wrestling that no other game has done. Um. Uh, and it probably won't ever <laughs> be in a game, unfortunately. Or at least maybe not the one I'm working on. We'll see. I'm I, I'm holding on to this thing. I think it's fucking brilliant. Good. But, and 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 I told Dan about it, 
And he was like, dude, that's fucking dope, man. It's like, I'm surprised no one else has thought about that. I'm like, yeah, because nobody else is me, son. You goddamn right. Goddamn yeah. right. I'm good at my job. Fuck I yeah, am. you are. You're smart and creative, talented. You got all the shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'd like to think so. Thank you for the cosign. I appreciate it. Of course. Of course. I don't hang out with no losers. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> not you. Not you at all. <laughs> Oh, speaking of losers. Oh, boy. Uh, not that. Well, that's a, that's a bad segue. That's a bad transition. <laughs> I don't want to paint this guy as a loser. But so, you know, the the NBA playoffs are happening right now, and the Lakers are, are in the first round. They're playing oh, okay. uh, Phoenix Suns. <clears throat> Excuse me. So they played last night, and I got invited to this bar to watch the game with some friends of mine. And so I was like, because I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't just watch it at home and. They like, no, B, come out, come out, come join us. And I'm like, you know, yeah, fuck it. I'm I'm fully vaxxed. I'm like, yeah, let's go. So I went out there, I met up with them, had a great time. Lakers won. And while I was there, I ran into another friend of mine who I hadn't seen since the pandemic started. Um, and he's a friend that I know from a, a bar that I go to or used to go to. And I had I had loaned him some money because he was on hard times. And so I gave him some money. I'm not, I won't say it doesn't yeah. matter how much it was, but I gave him some money with the expectation. Like, but anytime I, you know, I loan money, it's like, look, I have it. I, if, you know, I like you, you're, this will help you out. Like, here it is. Like, I'm fine. Like, I would never loan money if I, if I wasn't able to, but I was and was not expecting at all to get it back, even though he kept telling me, oh, I'm going to pay you back. I'm like, ah, it, brother, it's fine. It's fine. It really is. I wouldn't do this if I didn't have it. I saw him last night, and under the table, he, like, slides me this wad of cash. And I'm like, oh, shit, because I had forgotten about it, to be honest. I was just happy to see him and, and to know that he was good. We all weathered the storm of COVID. And he, he, he it was like a drug dealer or something. He, like, hands me this wad. He's like, hey, bro, here it is. Here it is. Boom. Here. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, bro, it's it's fine. Like, if – if you need this, it's, it's, it's all right. He's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Like, just thank you. You know, I, I would have given this to you earlier. I just, you know, obviously hadn't seen you. And so he gives me, he gives it to me in hundreds. So I went home and I, because it was in my pocket. I'm like, okay, let me put this in my wallet, whatever. And I'm looking at it. Now, bear in mind, I probably visited an ATM three yeah. times, four times. Since the COVID, and because I'd never keep cash on. Yeah. I pull out this money and I'm like, what the fuck? Did this, did this nigga give me counterfeit bills? Like, no. But I don't know. And I'm like, no, he couldn't have. Have, So I'm going to show you. Have you ever seen a $100 bill that looks like this? So I haven't because I haven't seen a lot of cash lately. But they, okay, they, so you're like me. Because I'm like, they do keep making them look more cartoony and goofy like that though yeah because like, i was the like, last Wait a minute, the like, last new hundred i saw looked similar to that that like that big gold thing the big at the face. bottom i don't remember the big face is is old that's been around for a little yeah, while the big face and then he had this big gold like bucket it looks like something from like a zelda game the gold thing and is then, new to me but that, and then that, there's that this- strip is is legit is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they keep it's like trying a blue to, strip. Yeah, they keep trying to come up with ways to make it harder to counterfeit. 
So they oh, have like okay, hologram shit and like weird things <laughs> inside the paper and yeah. Because I he gave this to me. And I woke up and I'm like, oh man, like now I'm scared. I was scared to even <laughs> put that in the bank. They're gonna think I'm like trying to deposit you know some counterfeit counterfeit yeah. bills or yeah. whatever. But, no, I okay. think it's, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. All right. But it does look goofy. Our money looks goofy. Yeah, yeah. It it really did. It threw me for a little bit. I once uh, uh, this was a long time ago. Um, I had borrowed money from a friend. Things had gotten crazy. Like it was right when I. Not right when I, but like a little bit after I got out of finance and or was it before? No, it was after. And things were just like fucking all over the place. And, uh, a buddy of mine, I, I didn't say anything, but a buddy of mine realized what was going on. And he was like, Hey man, I'm going to help you out. I was like, don't fucking help me. He's like, I'm going to help you out. And he gave me a lot of money. He gave me like five grand. And I was like, oh, dude, wow. I can't, I can't pay this back right now. Like things are bad. This was, I don't know. 15, 17 years. It was a long time ago. And I was like, I can't pay this back right now. He's like, I know it's, it's fine, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, which is true. Like for him, he has a ton of money, like literally just like stashed under his bed, like that type of guy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, fuck man. It, it lorded over me forever. And he, he never brought it up. He was totally fine with it. And then, but he, he did say, he did give it to me on the stipulation. He's like, when you pay me back though, you have to give it to me in ones. I was like, fucking, what? Oh, God what? damn it. <laughs> what? I was like, what a dick. And uh, so anyway, like whatever it was, a couple of years later, I did pay him back. <laughs> and I met him. <laughs> I just had like a fucking giant envelope full of ones. And I was like, here you go, man. <laughs> Are you sure serious? One? You paid yeah. it back in ones? Yeah. <laughs> $5,000 in ones. That was the deal, man. He's like, you could have this money, but you, <laughs> you have to pay me back in ones. I was like, all right, man. All right, so there's a story that you had to you. So you went to the bank. Yeah, and, and I was just, like, I was like, yeah, I need to, <laughs> I need to make a withdrawal. <laughs> and they're like, okay. I was like, okay, I need to take out five thousand. They're like, okay. I was like, how would you like it? And I was like, I'm sorry, I need it in singles. <laughs> they were like, uh, fine, yeah. Wow, I'm I'm surprised they even had that in the bank. Yeah that many ones yeah you know uh to give that because i always i always had this impression that you go to a bank and whatever money you want to withdraw like they just have it right but i found out and maybe it was just because of, you know the COVID situation uh not that it wasn't something i experienced but i there was a, a buddy of mine who had went to the bank trying to get some cash out and it was a lot because he was like one of those guys who's like oh my god i gotta pull out all this oh, cash right. because who knows the world might be going to an end so if the world is ending your cash is not going to be valuable hey, that's what i told him yeah. that's what i told him and so he was there trying to pull out all this money but the bank was like we don't have this on hand right now uh we apologize so this is what we can give you right and so he took that but mm-hmm. i was like dude like if you if you think the world's coming to an end or like just everything's going to crumble like what value is that cash gonna have I literally mean, zero literally zero yeah yeah, yeah. And that's why like during like the first great depression people were just burning money to stay warm because it's like it didn't it wasn't valuable it wasn't valuable it was yeah. just some paper they could set on fire which i don't know i hear those stories but that seems like a bunch of bullshit to me it seems like that's just something they say in the history books but that doesn't seem right you can just get a newspaper and burn that shit yeah like yeah. who has like the amount of money that it would take to sustain a, like a warming fire? It's to stay warm, yeah. Come on, it's nonsense. like let me see. I got, I got, I got, I got, a, I got a one. Yeah, I got a five. <laughs> Ooh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's staying like, warm oh, tonight. Kids. Kids got warm. Yeah, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah, and and I got I get, I get the impression. I mean, I never burn money because I'm not a fucking idiot. But 
I don't see that lasting long. Like, what kind no. of? Like, that's not gonna. It's gonna. Stay it's like hot, tissue paper. Right? It's gonna go right. Yeah, up. yeah. It's just yeah. gonna flame out. Yeah. 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 You're probably right. That's fucking bullshit propaganda. Like propaganda. All of, all yeah. of our history. Yeah. Sure I, 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 I'm gonna just gloss over this because I I don't remember the whole story when I read it. But like, apparently, like most of the things, like uh, flight was invented by like a an Indian engineer, like in India, like way before the fucking Wright brothers and like uh physics and stuff like that like we credit like newton as like the god of godfather of physics but there were other philosophers and um other scientists in other countries predating him who were doing all the same shit too but it's just like you know america and just like white people did all the stuff guys white people did everything yeah it's crazy yeah. how how insane it all is anyway yeah you know it's uh you know history is determined by the winners right that's it yeah i mean that's quote that's, unquote winners yeah, that's why, you know, when Christians were establishing Christianity, they'd burn everybody else's history. Because like, no, no, no. Yeah. Ours is the only one left, so it's got to be true. You're yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. I guess yeah. that's how that works. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. You know, I mean, the world's a big place. Even back then, when when Newton and everybody, all these philosophers were doing their thing, the world was still a very big place. There's to a think parent. that only one person was thinking yeah. about yeah. flight or <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah. It's just, like, just these two guys in North Carolina. That was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, ah, I don't buy that. Yeah. And, uh, like, it's it gets really weird when you look into, like, the, like, Sumerians, like the ancient Sumerians. Apparently there are, like, these texts that they had, which, like, and drawings, which had, like, spacecrafts in them and, like, a whole bunch of shit. And evidently the United States bought all of those texts and uh, drawings and shit. Yeah, and they just keep them stored in a basement of some government building. Evidently, that's that's what happened. Probably where the uh, the Ark is, in yeah. Indiana Jones. Probably <laughs> yeah. the same. Probably the same facility. Yeah, yeah. It's all all history. I just I don't don't believe it all. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't believe in the conspiracy theories necessarily either. I just know that the shit we're told is absolutely not the truth. Um, yeah. Although it is crazy now, you know, there's this. All the, the UFO uh, information mm-hmm. is being put out there now. Did we talk about this on the last episode? We've touched on it because, like, they the Pentagon confirmed that there were UFOs last year during the yeah during yeah, the and pandemic. Then, and then now, I like, love that. I love that I secret know. drop. They're like everybody's everybody's uh, preoccupied with out. other shit, so it's like, oh yeah, there are UFOs and yeah. all that. But now you got like pilots and shit on sixty Minutes talking about it, and yeah. Obama's talking. Okay, so this is the thing I don't understand. This is something they've been denying. They've always had this evidence forever, right? They've been denying it this whole time, making up stories of this and that. Why now say that it's true? Like, why release the evidence at all? Why? I know. That was the, I was wanting the same thing. Yeah. It's uh, like, I was wanting the exact same thing. It's like, why now? Nothing changed. There was no extra pressure for you to do this. You voluntarily did this. Why? You don't do things just to do them. So what is this? Unless, unless... They're doing it to get us ready for when they come. <laughs> so like, all right, these motherfuckers are on their way. So let's at least drop the the nugget of information that yeah, there's stuff out there. But that so that was not gonna help. Hatches. You got fucking people putting gas in plastic bags. It's, it's not gonna help. People shoot. Yeah, there's a school shooting in this, t- this country every day. But no, but okay. So yes, I agree. I, I thought that too. Like, what are they preparing us for, or what are they distracting us from, or is this 
are they going to manu like is all of it manufactured and then they're going to manufacture oh they quote are coming and now we have to strip more of your privacy more of your rights to protect you yeah because yeah. That's, that's the thing probably more in line with that or maybe they're doing some watchman shit right where they are planting the seeds about although i do believe there's other life out there i mean of, of course there is the galaxy of is course too big for us to be the only ones well even even but maybe they're doing mathematically it. there has to be yeah they're doing it as a way to maybe maybe the government is is going to you know do something catastrophic right and paint it as being done by right otherworldly right actors right. it wasn't and then, us. like you said it wasn't us <laughs> it wasn't and then us. they can, and then to your point they can use that as a way to i mean i don't know like i like i say i'm i don't get into conspiracy theories i mean i think that conspiracies are a thing of course but i don't get myself yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, if there's no evidence you can't just like, make it up yes yeah yeah like, this I'm, is an, true. I'm i'm, I'm evidence driven i'm yes. fact driven i'm logic driven totally but uh but 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 you do raise a good point about like why now yeah, there's no like why you, you can now? still acknowledge it. Like, okay, none of this adds up. Even with like the COVID stuff, like obviously COVID is real, blah blah blah. But like, of course, it didn't start from a fucking bat. And like, we're not being told everything that's going on. Like, the media yeah. just stops talking about the numbers, and then everybody's like, "Oh, it's gone," but it's not gone. Yeah. <laughs> I I just you know I I have I live my life with a healthy dose of suspicion. Yeah. Uh, with anything that I hear, um, because yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, yeah, I mean. The government doesn't tell us everything. Fuck no. But that's but that's but that's that's how they've always operated. Absolutely. And, we're, and it's not just our government; just governments. Period. You know what's the you wildest? Know? Yes, all yes, all governments. You know what's all governments. The, the wildest, at least in in our lifetime, in my lifetime, the wildest display of propaganda that I've ever seen ever just happened, where Republicans are going. There was no insurrection. It was just tourists. Yeah. Like they were there in an orderly fashion. It's like, this happened three months ago. It's on video. We can yeah. watch it. There's pictures of you, the person saying that they were just friendly tourists, hiding behind a fucking table while CIA was there with, or Secret Service was there with guns drawn. Like, <laughs> but it's, but they're all doing it now. Like, no, no, no. Nothing even happened. What yeah, are you talking I about? Know. Nothing happened. Everything was fine. I know. It's the wildest piece of propaganda. It's like, have you read 1984, the George Orwell book? I have not. I mean, okay. I know of it, of course. Well, if you read like 1984 or Fahrenheit 451, these types of books, that's the shit that happens in these books. And you're like, God damn, this is so frustrating. Nobody would ever go along with this. And, and now it's like, no, no, they would. It's, it very, is, it's very accurate. It is a, 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 a willful ignoring of facts. This, I mean, this is what this that's is what, what cults, it is. That's what it is. That's what a cult does. It's just yeah, yeah. just willful and and like the, and they know yes. and they know they yes. know the truth. They just don't want to recognize it. And yeah, this whole thing is really it's uh it is Orwellian. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it's like tourists, bro, just there in an orderly fashion. Yeah, it's like I mean, there's video. Like this isn't. I mean, there's there's video. There's people died. Died. Like, what are you saying? There are yeah. people like live streaming it. I'm at the Capitol. I'm storming the Capitol. We got to fight. Like, the president at the time was saying, like, fight for your freedom. Go in there and fight. Take it. They were trying to hang the vice president. Like, yeah, no, it's so fucking nuts, man. And then the Democrats are still trying to like talk. To, the best thing I heard, like last year, somebody said, um. 
this country's government is like the Republicans and Democrats were playing a board game. And at one point, the Republicans got up, left, and set the house on fire. And the Democrats are still trying to finish the game. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. Yeah. I, it's, um, I mean, I, like, I don't, I don't understand how, if you're on the other side, you know, Democrats trying to work and be uh, bipartisan with a side that cannot even own up to their own uh, propagation of this lie. Yeah. That Trump was, uh, that there was voter fraud. Yeah. And that Trump should have been president. And they know. And that is the thing that it's like, there's one thing to just be ignorant and, and, uh, and to be ignorant and to just not know. But there's another when you know the facts and you choose the other way because of your, of your own, uh, ambition, your own, uh, uh, what's going to make, and you belong to a cult. Like you're, it's, there's, there's no, there's no Republican party. It's just Trump's cult. That's all yeah, it is now. Yeah. It's fucking you, scary, man. It's terrifying. I mean, it's so, so terrifying it's, that Mitch McConnell testified, testified saying, uh, no, uh, we will not impeach Trump. And then immediately walked out of the room and then told the news. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. Like that's how yeah. wild this shit is. It's fucking crazy. It's so crazy. But yeah. Um, but uh, this is America. <laughs> Country is a nightmare, man. This is America. It. I hate it here. And this is what it's always been. It's true. It's yeah. I mean, you can't uh, found a country on genocide and then expect anything different. Right. <laughs> yeah. Found a country on genocide. The largest genocide uh, ever. Generate a lot or most of the wealth through slavery. All of the wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know? I it, didn't know this, but did you know? So, okay, so <laughs> we, European settlers come here, commit genocide against the indigenous people, use African, Chinese, and Mexican slave labor to build the infrastructure of the country, and then kept that slavery going forever. And then when slavery was, quote, abolished, so they said, okay, you can't have any more slaves, Right, the great and powerful Lincoln. You can't have any more slaves. And then he paid every slave owner uh, for the amount they would they lost. Did you know that? I did not. Abraham Lincoln. But that, but, that, but that's not surprising no, there, because they the government didn't want the slave owners to be upset, so they yeah. paid them. The equivalent at the time would be like millions of dollars because of all the money they lost from not having slaves. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. It's fucking nuts, man. This country sucks. <laughs> it just sucks. I hate when people are like, "No, America's the best." We're literally not the best at anything, and globally, we are a terror. We just are a fucking we're the well, empire. The whole, you know, the way the way I like anytime or you know, I I you know, when I hear people say, "Oh, America's the best country." Like, love it or leave it, da da da. Just like Jesus. It's, 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 it's one of those things where it's it's like, um, you know, I had no hand in this, like sure. in, in terms of I didn't make it. No one, no one made a decision to be born yeah. where they were born. There was no I didn't choose to, to be born in a country and be black. I didn't choose that. Oh, yeah, I want to I want to be born in this country. Right. 
So for me, it's like it's 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 hard. Like when people say love it or leave it, I'm like, well, okay, yes. Look, America is my home. Me and you were both born here. Mm-hmm. We had no hands. We had no one, no one consulted us in the fetus to be like, hey. So by the way, like, where would you like to? Yeah. Pop out of your mother. Yeah. It's like we just were. Um. So for me, like, I don't have. Like I. Like America's my home. Like that's it. Yeah. Like that's where it starts and stops. Like I was born here. My family's here. My friends here. Uh, at the same time, you know, you know, being a person of color, I live a certain way. I yeah. grew up in a certain way, and I, and there are hardships and things you deal with. Um, but travel and the fact that I've been lucky enough to travel, and yeah. I, I guess this is this is my, my overarching part or uh, point is that. You know, you could if you've never left yeah. the country yeah. and been anywhere else. Any and I have. You you have. Yeah, I have. Certainly. You know, when people say, Oh, America's the best and leave you know, love it or leave it, I'm like, Well, you've obviously never traveled. Yeah. I've never heard anybody because, say that who's left the country or left their town. Yeah, because this whole this whole narrative about how America's the best country in the world, da 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 da. And I'm like, look, America's fine, but at the same time, there are a lot of other fine places in the world yeah. that I could easily live. I love when people um, say it's it's the it's because of freedom, and it's like, hey, guy, yeah, we, I know, we, yeah. we do not have freedom here. Like yeah. most, all of the other developed or rich countries have freedom, like actual freedom. They give them paid leave for work every year. They support them when they have children. They they give them free school. They give them free health care. They free health care. I was going to say universal health care. We have it's, nothing. We have to scrape yeah. and fight and dig. And people go like, well, that's why we're so strong. But we're not because <laughs> we're so yeah. divided. We're so against each other. It's horrible. We attack other countries, steal their shit, uh, prop, uh, install dictators to destroy their country so we can then go in 10 years later and kill them and take more of their shit. Yeah. When people say yeah. like it's pro America, what they're really saying is like, like you said, like I was born here. I love my family. I love my friends. That's what I love. Everything else, which is valid, everything else is just the propaganda. That's yeah. why there's a, a pledge of allegiance and you know all that. That's why it's there, um, yeah. so that you'll, you know, yeah. To have a baby, it costs you thirty thousand dollars or ten thousand, yeah. whatever it is. Like it costs. It, you have to pay staggering amounts of money just to have a baby. It's it's fucking yeah. crazy, man. It is. It's crazy. It is. It's crazy. I mean, look, the world is a big place. And yeah, the whole thing about, oh, in America, freedom, freedom to do this, freedom to do that. It's like, I've been to Germany. Yeah. I've been to London. Yeah. I've been to Japan. They all got freedom. They got uh, they got freedom. They got, they got, got freedom. <laughs> I mean, yep, they, they got a it. lot of the same. Yeah, it's pretty much like the same shit we got over here. Yeah. Yeah. The language is different, but yeah. And they, all, and like, they, and they have health care and they have free school and they yeah. pay you, they pay you for maternity and paternity leave. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like one of those things. And, and again, like, and that's why I just, I don't, I don't get on the bandwagon for any country. And yeah, uh, civic pride, civic rivalry is the dumbest shit. It's it really so is. It's like bragging about your height. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, you, something you had nothing to do with. This is not a skill. <laughs> like yeah. you, you didn't do anything. It's fine. You that you're do, tall. Yeah. Great. But like, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. You had nothing to do with this. The or same like the, way you had nothing to do with where you were born. Yeah. Or like the color and, of your eyes or something. It's like, 
this means nothing. There's no, this isn't a thing. Yeah. 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 It's been, yeah. Nice. And yeah, I, and like I said, I mean, you, you mentioned it. I, I said it, you know, it's like, you know, you're born in a place, you've got family, you've got friends that could happen anywhere. Yes. That, and it does and happen it does. everywhere. <laughs> it does. Americans forget that. It happens that. everywhere. Yeah. You know, uh, no one has, yeah, there's, People are born like people that are from where they're from. Yeah, you know, and they've got their their ties and their loved ones and their friends, the same way we do, the same way that everybody else does. You know, uh, that's yeah, that, that's why the whole like you know wrapping people, you know, wrapping yourself in the flag and this that and the other. It's like yeah, I, I never got down with that. So crazy. Um, I never got down with that because I mean I, I just see. We yeah, all it's, see it's obvious. the injustices, so, uh, and it, yeah, and it's like the 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 idea of this country is fucking fantastic, of course. But I think when people stop short of because we're not there, and We've when people there. stop short and they yeah. say, "Oh, but America's great," and it's the best, and when you throw those words around, it it, it makes it seem like there's not room for improvement, and it's yeah. like there obviously is, and it's and as, it's and it's honestly like the best at what. Because we're yeah. we we are almost at the bottom in education. We're almost at the bottom, obviously in healthcare. We we the only things literally our manufacturing is at the bottom. The only thing we lead in, truly, the only things that we lead in is mass shootings, mass shootings, mass incarceration, and we have the largest military that has ever been assembled ever in the history of the world. That's yeah. it. Those are the only things we're number one at, and we're number one by a huge margin. These are yeah. not things to be proud of. These are really not things to be proud of. I know. I know. Yeah. Speaking I mean, of things I'm all that... About... Oh, go, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, speaking of things that suck, did you hear the new DMX record? <laughs> no, I didn't. Is it no good? It's not terrible. It's not terrible, but um, it's not great. It's... I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that. Yeah. I mean, this is stuff that he that he recorded uh, like recently or, you know... Yeah, very like, recently. Th- these aren't old tracks from like... The no. late nineties. No, no, no. It's it's very recent. Like I, evidently, he was recording like what when he died. He was recording. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised about that. I mean, look. I mean, I love X. I yeah. love him. But I mean, his output. I mean, by the what fourth album? Like, I mean, it started to yeah, you know, regress. Like, yeah. not regress. It just it just wasn't what it was. Yeah. So I'm not surprised to hear that. Yeah. And and I, I knew that he had this new album coming out, but. Yeah, I, I prefer to listen to to X in his prime. Me too. You know, I, I think his first three three to four albums are there's some uh, choice gems in there. So that's what I want my yeah. lasting memory as far as him musically is his yeah. earlier output. I, and I I didn't expect much. I, I saw that it had come out today, so I was like okay, I'm gonna check it out on while I'm out. And it's very, I mean, Swiss Beats is obviously executive producer. He puts himself as a producer on every song, but it's like, you can clearly, you hear, you only hear him, like his influence in the first few songs. And then it yeah. clearly, like, it was just contractually, he just put it on everything. Um, but like, his production is the worst of the record, for sure. Really? Um, it's just so busy and so noisy. And it's like, he wasn't making songs for DMX, he was making songs for Swiss Beats. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Like, and then there's just like ad libs everywhere. It sounds like a, like a shitty mixtape in that respect. You know, and like, like kind of like street mixtapes. There's just ad libs fucking nonstop. It sounds like a bunch of people are in the room, like, eh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, 
it's a tall order because obviously you know it's posthumous records, so there's a bunch missing, of course. So they're going to fill it in with features, which they do. Yeah, and then they're just going to try to piece together to make a hook if there if there wasn't one recorded or whatever. Um, Who are the features on it? Everybody's on it. Uh, so just as like a cool thing, the Locks and DMX are on the first song, and I okay. thought that was cool. Like the last song on his first record. The Locks and DMX, and the first song on his last record was The Locks and DMX. I thought that was a cool, like, I don't know if anybody set that up on purpose, but I think probably. Um, and the song itself is okay. Uh, it's typical Locks stuff. And then X's part. I like, I like typical Locks stuff. Me too. Like, if you're looking for that type of rap, yeah. it's, that's what it is, and it's good. Um, well, Jada and Styles P are good. I'm not the Sheik stuff is whatever. I uh, like Sheik, man. He's I fine. like Sheik. He's don't, fine. Don't diss Sheik, Luke, he's man. He's fine. I like him. I own I own his his albums that he's put out. <laughs> I like Sheik a lot. He's, he's fine. The, now, now, he's not the the most. He's not the the most lyrical of the. Of he's the not Jada at all. Three. He's not Styles yeah. P. Like he's okay. But I like him. Though. He's okay. I like him. I like him just fine. But you know, like since X has come back, you know, the, he's not the same. So it's like. His rhythm just isn't there. He can't ride a beat. He hasn't been able to for a while. And it's sad yeah. to see it. Um, but also there's something else like the presence in his voice is gone. I don't know if it's like insecurity or like something physical that happened to him where he just can't project the way he did. But it sounds like that. And like the just the mixing of the record is a bit off where it's like some people's vocals are really buried and then others aren't. So it's like on that record, it it sounds like you hear Jada and then... Styles, or then Sheik, or maybe it's the other way around, and then, uh, and then X comes on, and it's just really buried. Like it, it, it's hard to kind of. And then there's fucking ad libs everywhere that don't even make sense. It's not like he says a line and it's like, yeah, it's just like randomly all the time. Well, who's doing these ad libs? Him. Is it? It's him. It's, oh, it's, it's him. DMX. Oh. But like they're just thrown in fucking Come everywhere. On. I'm like, yeah, you can just cut this out. You know that, right? Like you don't have to play these. <laughs> And then the next song is uh, Jay, Nas, and X. And um, Jay's vocals are turned way the fuck up. And then Nas and X are buried as fuck. It seems like a real Jay move. Oh. Um, <laughs> he does he does that shit. Like, anytime Nas releases a record, Jay will release a record. Just to be like, fuck you, Nas. Like, he still does it. It's fucked up. It's <laughs> no, fucked up. No, no. Yes, cool he does. Now, man. They They're are cool. cool. They are cool. But he still does that shit. Every time Nas puts something out, Jay does too. I guarantee you that Jay had no hand in the mixing of that song. Bullshit. Swiss. He gave Swiss his vocals. He's like, do your thing. I guarantee you he heard it. He heard a rough mix and was like, turn mine up. I I guarantee you. I doubt Nas did it. Uh, I don't think Nas really cares. But and and that song is just okay. And then there's there's a bunch of features. Like every song has features on it. Um the record is Eve on it, Eve, Dragon. Mm, Was she uh, on it? I don't remember. Um, here I'll look right now. But then, like, it gets to a song with Alicia Keys, and that's the first time on the record where it kind of sounds like a DMX song. Um, but again, it's like you know, he's just not, you know, yeah, the yeah, he's not, yeah. that you want to hear. Um, yeah. but uh, there are a couple for me. Like, the, I think the best song on the record is um, he does a song with Griselda. Um, so like West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, and uh, um, Conway the Machine. You haven't heard of those guys? I don't know any of those cats. 
So the West Side, uh, it's not West Side, uh, Griselda Records, um, it's those three guys, West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, and Conway the Machine. And they're signed, they're actually signed to Shady, but they're from Buffalo. Like, if, if you want to... Like oh, Buffalo, shout out. That's where Conrad's from. Oh, is that right? What up, Buffalo? Yeah. They're really fucking good. Like, ultra grimy, ultra New York, ultra street. Like, if you're looking for, like, a new version of The Locks, yeah. that's for sure. You, you, okay. would, you would really like them. And they're all good. Like, all three of them go hard as fuck. Um, okay, so let's see. So, so you're the first, saying there's no there's no chic in the uh, no chic. The it, it's just a bunch of jadas. It's just it's all jadas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's yeah. The first one is Locks and Swizz, and then Jay and Nas. Oh, and then Lil Wayne is on the next one. Um, and that's just whatever too. Money bag yeah. yo. I don't know who that is. And then the next one is Alicia Keys, and that's kind of like it's a it's a decent song. Like it's held together enough. And then the next one, I hated the song. It's with Bono from fucking U two. Bono's on that shit. I hated listening to it because one, I don't like Bono. Like he's just a pompous prick, and like whatever cool U two thing they had when they came out, like early U two is good. But they're just like this monstrous corporate garbage machine now, yeah. and like I, I'm not a fan. So it really bothered me to like I felt offended that his name was on the record. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy on a DMX? What's record? Bono doing there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the song is bad. Um, and there's some other people I don't know. Cross, Infrared, Ice Pick, but then. The oh, I know is- Cross and Infrared. They were on the oh. original uh, Rider, uh, the Rough Rider Volume One. Volume oh, is two. that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Eve is not on it. Um, but yeah, then the next song, Hood Blues, I think is the, the standout track. It's got West Side, Benny the Butcher, and, and Conway and DMX. And DMX, like you know, the content from DMX on the whole record is pretty meh. Like it's just the same thing over and over. Um, yeah. Going through darkness. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, but that song is good. And then he does a song with Snoop, which didn't do anything for me. And then there's another song he does with Nas at the end called Walking in the Rain. And that one was pretty good, too. But it has this part at the end that I hated. Not because it's bad, but because it just broke my heart. Like, at the end of the song, you hear um, his youngest son, who's like a child, like a baby. Yeah. Talking, and he's going like, that's my daddy, that's my daddy. Like, when he's hearing him it fucking oh, crushed me. I was like, dude, oh, yeah. I get how beautiful and powerful that is, but like, what the fuck? This is yeah. heartbreaking. Like, it really bums me out. Um, and then there's a, a the last song is called Letter to My Son, which is like, I need to listen to it again if I really feel like it. But like, basically, what I'm it's about X is talking to his oldest son, his eldest son. Uh, apparently they have some kind of falling out and I guess maybe his, that kid is on drugs too. And they're, they're not communicating. So basically the, the chorus is like, or the hook is usher singing, like call your father. Like he wants to, you know, he want to talk, but I, then he died. And it's like, they can't do that. It's, it's heartbreaking too. Um, and then there's like oh, a, a, a prayer at the end, which is, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will probably not be listening to that. If you're gonna like, uh, if you listen to the Hood Blues, the song with Westside and Benny the Butcher, like, it's is it enjoyable? But honestly, well, I mean, if, if you want to hear them, just listen to them. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, listening to your review of this album, like, I'm more interested in checking out these uh, cats from Buffalo. They're great, more so than anything else. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's the name? What are they called? their Westside. What? Uh, no, uh, well, their their label is Griselda. Um, but they, but they are, but the three of them are in a group. Or no, are they just three singles? Yeah, they're three single artists, but they'll get on songs together all the time because it's just them on the label, as far as I know. Um, 
uh, they have a they have an imprint under Shady. Griselda? Yeah. Like uh Griselda Blanco? Or, yeah, like no. like Griselda Blanco, but you know, it's just Griselda Records. Oh Griselda, okay, yeah. Griselda yeah, yeah. Records. But obviously named after her. Based in Buffalo, New York, founded by rapper Westside Gun in 2012. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check these cats out. You'll you'll like them for sure. Um, and you know what's weird too? Like Conway, he got all shot up. Like his face got all shot up. So it's like he talks out the side of his mouth. And you would think like it's just like an impression. You're like, oh well, he's probably not gonna be super. Like he's just a big dude, and he seems like he would just be talking like aggressive shit. But he can rap his ass off too. All right, yeah. all right. I think well, Benny shit. Benny might be my favorite out of all of them, but they're all really good. I will. I will check them out for show. Yeah, you'll like them. Yeah, it's right up your alley. Any of the for butcher. Sure. I like anybody named Butcher. There's yeah. actually it's funny because there's a there's a wrestler in AEW uh, called the Butcher. Oh yeah, and uh, and I think he's from Buffalo too. Oh shit. Yeah, I know the Blade is. It's a tag team called the Blade and the Butcher. Oh nice. Or Butcher and the Butcher and the Blade. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, they're dope. You like them. Okay. Hey, speaking of. Uh, what are you doing Sunday? What am I doing Sunday? Let me look at my thing. Because the uh, AEW's got a uh, pay-per-view. Nothing. You should come through. All right. You should check it out, man. All right. I'll come. Are you serious? Yeah. You'll make the, you'll make the trip? Yeah, why not? Dude, come. <laughs> yeah, everything I'll, I'll is come. on me. Food, drinks, whatever. Well, I'm not like, I'll take care of everything. All right. Yeah, I'll be there, man. What time? Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I think it's it starts. I think the pre-show starts at four. But if you get here, like you know, four or five, five okay. is like when the actual show starts. Okay. But yeah. Oh, it'd be All great. Right. Yeah, it'd be great to have you. Sweet man, thank you. I'm down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, the DMX record. It's you know, it's not the worst record in the world, but I nothing nothing you need to hear for sure. All right. Well, thank you for that review. Yeah. Was not expecting to hear that, but I'm glad you told me. Yeah, because I did. Like I said, I I, I did. I, I realized that he had put a new thing out. Um. So yeah, it's good to good to know that I I'll be better off just basically listening to. Uh, I I think you really like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna check out the uh, the Griselda cast. Yeah, I'll, I'm interested side, to hear what you think because that's like gun. Yeah, because I, I like I like that grimy shit. You know that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And this they're grimy as fuck, dude. And and their sound yeah. is like, you know, it's like classic New York stuff. But like, I don't know what they got going on in Buffalo, man. But I guess it's hard as hell up there. Yeah, well, it's fucking cold, man. <laughs> shit, <laughs> it is cold. Anywhere is cold is a rough city, man. Yeah, yeah. rough city, man. Yeah, they got I me. Mean, it's cold. They got the, uh, I mean, Niagara Falls. Yeah, I mean, you ever, shit, you ever been I mean, there? What the Buffalo or to Niagara, Niagara Falls? Falls. No, no, never. I went up there uh, when I toured, like through Brooklyn and Canada, uh, with uh, Gooby Goo and Peekers. It's a lot of fucking water, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot I, of water. I, I have a. I'm pretty sure there's like a phobia. I don't know the name of it, but there's a phobia not not of water, per you know, per Dr- se drowning. No, 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 not even that. Like I have a phobia of. Uh, this is gonna sound stupid. Of Really big things, like Insert when you joke. see. I know, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's, I know. I know. No, no. What, what do you mean? Like, well, no, no. Like when you, when you, when, when you're, when, when I'm around or near something that is just like magnificent, like 
I it could it. be a huge fucking mountain like where you Grand feel very Canyon. small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just like things that are just fucking just whether they were whether they're natural yeah. or man-made like things of a certain scale sure really starts to wig me out no shit and i know that you know the you know, niagara falls you know like i don't i mean i would go i mean i'm when i say i'm a phobia i mean it's a phobia but it's not something that you're not you like know, petrified I would not on the see floor it. or something right, right, right. yeah yeah but like niagara that. fall i get the same kind of maybe vibes of that kind of but the first time i went to the grand canyon i mean it was fucking magnificent like it yeah. really is grand like i was like wow like I think they undersold <laughs> this canyon because um, they call it a canyon. They gotta have a different name. It's like yeah, or I'm, I'm talking about the word grand. Like oh, there's yeah. gotta be a better word than grand. I mean, yeah. magnificent canyon. I mean, it was, it was just yeah, it's amazing. So much more impressive than I thought. Right. And I and I, yeah, I guess maybe that's what it is. Like I just felt so small and kind of like ins- insignificant. Yeah. In the face of it, and like watching it and looking at it and like staring down. It almost didn't seem real to me. Yeah. I get that. You know? I get that. I mean, I feel that way about the ocean. I mean, not just because there's like literal monsters in there, but like just the size yeah, and yeah. power of the ocean. It's like, oh, I can't do anything about this. Like, Oh, it terrifies me. Like, yeah. uh, being like the ocean, I, I respect the fuck out of it to the yeah. point where I'm like, I I do my best not to be in it. For sure. Um, But I've been on boats. And I'm good as long as I can see uh, land, a landmass. So deep, deep sea. I've, I've gone deep sea fishing once, um, and it was fun. But like, yeah, it, it's too scary. It's yeah, it, you're too far. There's nothing but water. Like you can't see the land. If I can't see the land, I'm losing my shit. It was scary. And that that happened to me when me and Connie went to uh, to Cancun mm. uh, years ago. We were dating. We went there for for vacation, and we went swimming with whale sharks. Ugh. And they drove us out on this boat, and at first it was like, "Oh, yeah, cool, well, shark set it up." But I could see the yeah. the land, you know, in the horizon. And then apparently the whale sharks didn't want to come out to play. So like, "Oh, we got to go deeper." And they went out, and nope. they went out. Nope, nope, nope. And by the time we found them, we were in the middle of the goddamn ocean. I could not see land, three sixty degrees around me. So scary. I still win the water. Wow. So I got a, I got a doubly. Wow. It was that, and then I get in the water, and I'm swimming with these whale sharks, and they're beautiful creatures, of course. But again, they're big, they're big fucking uh, cows, yeah. in the water, and that freaked me out. And I, was I have like, no, oh my God. I have no desire to swim with things. Everybody's oh, like, oh, you gotta swim it, with the dolphins. You gotta swim with like, no, no, I'm good. I, yeah. I can see them, and that's cool. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm straight on the boat. I, I was just, I was trying to be a good boyfriend. Yeah. And I went, I went in there in that water and I was in there for maybe like 20 minutes. Wow. But it really started to, uh, to get to me because, okay, so I'm, I'm in the middle of the ocean. I'm swimming with these gigantic dinosaurs, beasts, and they're, and they're docile, you know, yeah. of course. Yeah. But they were surrounding me. Yeah. And then I'm looking down. And I'm looking down the water. I'm like, I can't even see the bottom. It's nothing. So my mind's thinking there could be some creature just coming up, seeing my skinny little legs, and like, oh, snatching yeah. this dark meat. Yeah. So I, so in my head, I got really kind of wigged out, and I was like, I kind of, I gotta go back to the boat. And I went yeah. to the boat, and she stayed in the water, wow. and I, and I had some water, 
try to calm myself down. But then being in the boat as it was like swaying back and forth, I got seasick. Yeah. And then I started yakking over the side of the boat. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. And I was like, I just, I got, I, I, I couldn't wait to go back. Of course. To, uh, to the resort. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck the ocean. Like, yeah, same thing. Like, immense respect for it. I, I get it. But there, there are monsters in there. Like, yes. Sharks There's are There's all kinds of shits in there. Like, people yeah. People go swimming around in Malibu. And I keep telling people, like, you know, there, there are sharks in Malibu. And they're like, nah. And I'm like, fucking, yes, there yes. are all the time. Every day there's sharks there. Like, you're just lucky that they haven't eaten you, but like, they're there. Yeah. But then, yeah, like, deep ocean shit. Like, I'll, I watch tons of videos about the deep ocean because I'm horrified, but it's fascinating too. But like the shit that's way at the bottom, it's like, it's so scary, man. It is it so is. scary. It is. I was watching these videos, I think on TikTok or something, of like, you know, ships, like cargo ships that have to trans- traverse the entire fucking ocean to get us our whatever, coffee beans or whatever the hell. <laughs> coffee and like, beans, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're in these giant freighter ships, which are huge. Yeah. And then they're, they're literally filming and they're like screaming in the boat. Like these are professionals screaming. And filming these waves, like thirty feet above the ship, and I'm like, which are no, which are gargantuan, which Imagine, are gargantuan like, ship. The ship is whatever a hundred feet high or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. And then this it's like thing a skyscraper is, in the water. Yeah, and then this thing is towering over, it and it's like swaying it back and forth. This thing weighs hundreds and hundreds of thousands of tons or whatever the fuck it is. And I'm like, nah, man. Yeah, nah, man. No, no bueno. I can't. I can't fuck with that. No. Like even seeing those big tanker ships. It's so scary. Uh, I mean, it's just like fuck. Like, look at those. Like when I was living in, in Marin, when I was working for Two K, like I'd have to cross, you know, cross over this bridge uh, to get from Oakland to Marin. Not the Golden Gate. I think it was called the Bay Bridge. Oh yeah, yeah. And and that and that bridge. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like such a wish right now. No. Nah. But that bridge. These I don't all, like bridges. These are rational fears. I don't like bridges. Yeah. And this bridge was like a fucking just steel yeah yeah I, monstrosity I know, I know the baby and, and yeah. it freaked me out every time i had to cross over it uh i i was more fearful crossing that bridge than the golden gate mm. because at least the golden gate was straight yeah it's a straight shot you know there's but this bridge like you go the bay bridge like it's it's loopy yeah like you go up and then you got to come down and you're just surrounded by water and I would see these giant fucking tanker ships, like you're just like you just described, passing underneath, and I would lose my shit sometimes. Like just make it, just yeah. keep keep going, B, keep going, B. Yeah. We're, we're almost there. I I don't oh, like man. I don't like bridges. I don't mind them that much, but like I definitely don't like them. Um, yeah, I have like, nightmares about bridges. No, oh, wow, a recurring one actually. It's weird about too, me like, going up on one and just veering off course and just, yeah, yeah. Like there are people who just don't i don't know part of me thinks it's like anybody who doesn't care is like yeah i'm gonna jump in with the swim with the sharks and uh skydive and this and that i'm like you just like the only thing that's getting you through this is the fact that you don't think anything can happen to you like that's what's doing it and like i don't have that because enough things have happened to me that i'm like no (laughs) i'm not gonna do it yeah (laughs) i constantly worry about things happening to me yeah um, and I do my best to mitigate them. Yeah. Like I've been bungee jumping and that's fine. Um, but like I, I won't go skydiving. I have no desire, especially now. When I was younger, I did, but like now, no way. I want, see, I want to, I want to skydive. Fuck that. I like the idea of it, but 
I mean, if you're asking me truthfully, like, would I ever do it? Yeah. Probably fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. I'm 42 years old. I'm black living in America. I made it this <laughs> life's, far. Life's hard enough. Yeah. Why am I tempted fate? Yeah. By taking my black ass up into the sky and then yeah. parachuting out. It's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. It's like, and I, I've jumped off of the roof of a house. I get it. Like, it's, 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 <laughs> it's fun and scary to fall. I get it. I'm good. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. Hey, so before we, I know we, we're going to get into some uh, entertainments, mm-hmm. but just going back to the music. So I've been listening to uh, Pusha T okay. a lot recently. I mean, I always have. I mean, yeah. I love Pusha T. Pusha Ton. I love him. I love his brother. You know, the clips were my shit. Um, the last album that I bought that was new, like not a best of or rebuying albums that I that I already have in my garage, like the DMX when he passed, was uh, Pusha T's album, Daytona. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I was at the gym, and I was like, I finished my podcast, and I was like, oh, I need some music now. So, And I had Daytona on there, so I started listening to that again. And I was like, God damn, I forgot how good this album was. Yeah, it's good. It's fucking dope. Yeah. And I just bring it up because uh, there's just there's one song uh, it's a uh, what would Meek do? And I just love Pusha. Pusha T has his line where, and it's a, it's a short song. It's it's Pusha T and Kanye. Okay. And this album came out during or after you know Kanye did the whole like MAGA shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, slavery was a choice bullshit. Um, but yeah, but Pusha had this had this song. Let me see. Uh, Daytona. What we have, what would make, oh, oh shit, sorry. What would make do? But he just has this one line at the beginning where he's, uh, cause it's just a very like gangster shit where it's like, uh, Papa Willie, tell the judge to Akinelli. <laughs> and I love that line because you get, do you get it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for everybody, like, for those of you who don't know who Akinelli was, you know, he's a, a, a rapper from New York. And he was, he's famous for the song, Put It In Your Mouth. Put it in your in mouth. mouth. Yeah. Put it in your motherfucking <laughs> mouth. So when, he's, so when Pusha T has that line where he's talking about, you know, tell the, uh, Papa Willie, tell the judge to Akinelli. I just, every time I hear that, I just pop. I'm like, yeah, son, tell that judge to suck his dick. I'm like, yeah, put it in your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just brought that up. I just I Pusha's love that. dope, man. He, I mean, he he's so good. Like, I wish he was more. Like, he's very kind of one note. Like, he he has his lane, and that's what he sticks to. But like, oh, he's, man, he's, so he's, he's he's fucking talented. I wish he would be a little more experimental. See, I love him just as he is. Yeah, I mean, I don't if, if I want to, no, no, no. I mean, if I want to listen to that type of thing, like that's where I'm yeah. gonna go. Like, I, I, you know, but it's just like I don't know. He's just so talented. I just wish he would do more. You know, he does. He does more <laughs> and then some push a T honestly, like quiet is kept. Like, I think, I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, you know him, the clips, like I, I was a big fan of the clips. I've yeah. always liked him, but I have really, and I mean, this isn't new. I mean, it's new to this podcast. If we're talking about push T, but he is become one of my all-time favorite lyricists rappers in fucking oh, hip-hop oh he's great he is uh, amazing that king push album was really good too yeah i've got that too yeah, yeah. No, he, that he's too. he's criminally underrated um 
He yeah. is. Like, he doesn't get talked animated. about enough. Yeah. In terms there's of... There's a lot uh, of like rappers his... who don't get talked about. I mean, there's just so many rappers. It's like... There's so many, yeah. And and so many of them are good. You know what I mean? Like, you can't... Even when people are like, oh, this, these are the best guys. I'm like, according to what or when or where, it's like, there's there's so many great rappers. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And it's one of those reasons, you know, I don't... That's why I don't I don't like doing, like, best yeah. lists where it's like, oh, the best wrestler, the best rapper. Yeah. It's like... First of all, I mean, like, who who can judge? I know. What, what like, are you basing this on? What are you basing this off of? Like, have you heard every rapper yeah. out there? I'm going to tell you, no. Yeah. And, and, I mean. And if you're going to say the best and you're going to have, like, then, okay, then you have to go off of sales, right? Like, if that, because that would be a concrete, well, the most people are listening to X, Y, and Z. So, but okay. that's the most sold. That's, right, that's right, the, right. the that's highest what I mean. That, that would be, because yeah. otherwise it's just your opinion at the time, like, what you're yeah, feeling. Because yeah. then it would be like, I don't know, Drake. Eminem, fucking Takashi Six Nine, you know what I mean? Like it would be all yeah. over the place because these are the most popular streaming or whatever. Like that would be the only way to to judge it. To judge it, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Like I mean, best of. I mean, yeah. It's all it's all subjective. I mean, I mean, I, shit. I, I, man. I only I only like when somebody's like, "Who's your favorite right now?" Because it's it shows that like the list yeah. is always going to change. Like yeah, right now, right, right. who I'm listening to the most is like if you were to talk to me, uh, you know, I don't know. 10 or 8 years ago like who's your favorite rappers it would have been like yeah it's fucking uh Lil Wayne Currency Kendrick uh whatever you know at that time like yeah, these are the guys yeah. I'm listening to the most right now yeah it's on the moment yeah. yeah you're totally right about that and and even if you say yeah well who's since you've been listening to hip hop like who who have been your favorites right I could rattle off like 5 10 20 but don't ask me to rank them I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I just no like order. Them. Like these are just all yeah, the no guys. No order. I like. like these are the guys that I fuck with, and yeah. it's like I I enjoy their shit. Like and these I hate are the when guys that like, I think this person or this person. It's like we don't need to do that. Yeah, we can just yeah, like, like why them I all. Do that? We can like yeah. everybody. They're all really good. We don't need to do that. There's a lot of talent out there. It's like I just I I, I like who I like. Yeah, and the people I don't, I don't. Yeah, and that's it. Push you know? is great though. Super underrated. Yeah, I love yeah. him, man. I fucking love him. He's, He's really so smart too, like the way he raps. He's like, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, I just, really I just clever. love his flow. You know, mm-hmm. he's uh very conversational. Yeah, and and he doesn't. He's he's almost like the uh, he's the opposite of DMX in the sense that you know DMX was very emotional. Yeah, at least in his early output. Uh, but like a guy like Pusha T, like he's just very he has the Jay Z route. He's emotionless. Yeah, but. It's almost like there's emotion in the fact that he's not showing any. No, it's it's like he'll you know, tell you a, a deep story, but it's just like he's got no – he's not telling you how he feels about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like that. I like yeah. that. There are certain rappers who can do that in a compelling way, you know, because uh, it doesn't not, – not everybody can do that. Yeah. But he's like, like got Jay-Z that. Is Jay-Z another has one got that. Too, yeah. 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 Where it's like he's telling his story or he's relaying, you know, his his, his words – and it's almost like he's doing it from a detached yeah. viewpoint. Yeah. Like, like Jay-Z is a good example. Where he's not getting up or down. Yeah. Like, Jay-Z is a good example because he'll literally be like, he literally says, like, I can't tell you, so I'm going to let the song cry. Like, I, I can't, I'm not going to do it. I'm yeah. going to give yeah. you nothing. But, like, if you listen, the song sounds kind of sad. It does, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not going to be it's, sad, though. But the song is sad. Of, and speaking of Jay, like, I mean, again, like, I'm... I'm I'm just I'm I'm old man and I'm just listening to the shit that I like back when I was I I listened to Jay-Z's uh American Gangster I love that album. record 
It is. Except for that Lil Wayne song, which is like so out of place, it shouldn't be there. But you know what, though? Yeah. So when that, when that album came out, I was really looking forward to seeing <laughs> what they would do together. <laughs> I know. That was like the remember, height of Lil Wayne. Yeah. 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 And at the time, I was like lit down, like, oh, like, I yeah. was hoping for better. But I always love that album. It's a great album. I'm listening to it now, like the past couple of days. <laughs> it's like in my car. And yes, I, I've got, I, I still have the, uh, the CD player in my car. And I was just listening to it again. I'm like, God damn, like, I don't, like, this album is great. And when people talk about Jay-Z's uh, discography. They always and, leave that out. And he, yeah. he's got a lot of good ones. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> I don't think American Gangster gets the credit that it deserves. I agree with that. Like, as a soundtrack and as, like, a themed album. Yeah, it's good. I think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's really great. Everything on there is good. And I've even grown to love the uh, Hello Brooklyn, the song with him and Lil Wayne. Like, I like I that song. I like the song, but it, it doesn't belong on the record. It should have been a single. It, it literally does not belong on that record. It should have just been a single because it just I think doesn't it does. fit. It doesn't. The production. I, no, you were just an apologist, man. The production. I'm not an apologist. The, no, the production no. doesn't belong. Just take out the, who's on it and the lyrics and all that. The production sticks out like a sore thumb. It's just if you're making a themed album, then that's what you're doing. And then he's but just the got theme, the song. But the theme is New York. The theme is Brooklyn. I now no, look. I, I agree with you 100. percent That yeah, you're right. The production on that definitely does not fit yeah. the rest of that album. But that's I why totally it stands agree. out. The the content, it, yeah, fine. Yeah. But like the production, it's like guys, you 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 just you liked the song and you just forced it in here. It doesn't belong here. You know it doesn't belong here. But it's you about Brooklyn. American gangsters talking about New York. But it's rap. They literally could have just changed the beat. And I made it uh, something. That, it it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Yeah. but it is it a really good record, out. though. It is a really oh, good. Oh, dude, I, it's it's one of it's one of my my all time. Uh, yeah, it's one of, one of the I don't best. Need J a album. hook for this shit. Yeah, That's, I love that fucking song. I don't man. need a hook for this shit. And you know, what I really yeah. like the the last song on that record. I think it's called American Gangster. It's like a really more like upbeat, almost like Puff Daddy era, Biggie type of. Uh, is that the uh uh? Allow me to, da, da, da. yes, shit. Uh, he's like he's like giving a thank you award. Yes. Um, uh, I'm gonna find it right now. I know there's a way to like share the screen. I don't know. I'll have to figure that hold out. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it before you. Oh, actually, I don't have it on my phone. Can you hear that? No. It's so weird that you can't hear it. Um, no. Well, anyway, it's a yeah, really good yeah. record. I know the yeah, I know the song you're talking about. Yeah, that's a great song. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's record. got like the trumpets. Uh, yeah, it's a song exactly. with the trumpets. Da, 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 <laughs> yeah. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. I agree. It's super underrated. You know, but he doesn't have. Like the amount of records he has, he's probably like fifty fifty because like he's got bad records. But not like, many, not no, many. No, 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 no. I guess not. By my that. count, he's got two. Yeah, I guess that's. I guess that's probably true. He, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's great. I mean, again, I, he's one of the best ever, and he's also overrated. Like people don't look at him objectively. Like if he does something bad, people are like, "It's fucking great," and you're like, "Okay, maybe not." Like. You can look at it objectively. People do that with a lot of artists. It, like, uh, I don't think that he's overrated. I think he is he's, overrated. I think he's rated just fine, actually. The reason he's overrated is this. 
he'll say something that if another rapper said, nobody would pay attention to it. But because it's him, people will fucking flip out and fawn over him and just jump on his dick. I'm not saying, look, like I said, he's one of the best ever, ever. He's so fucking good. I am a Jay-Z fan. But don't sound like one, but keep see, going. See, this is like some America <laughs> shit. I can criticize the place I live and still love it. Um, yeah, he. But it, it's people do it with the Beatles too, where it's like the Beatles, rightfully so, are regarded as one of the most important and best rock bands ever, and they should be because they're really amazing. I never heard of them. <laughs> never, never heard of them. Never heard of them. Um, <laughs> but people, they're overrated in that people can't acknowledge that like, okay, there's some bad songs here too. And they weren't like 100% perfect all the time or geniuses all the time. Some of the shit is kind of whack. Uh, and Jay-Z, Jay-Z is like that too. Like there's enough there to just be like, yeah, he's one of the best to ever do it. But people will go like, they'll just hear like some kind of innocuous line and then they'll just fucking fawn over it. It's weird. It's weird. All right, I've got. It's called Rock Boys. Oh, I love that. Song. And the winner is. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I was so thinking. Of, I was thinking I of American s- Gangster, the last song. Oh, okay, but Rock Boys well, is I'm really gonna... good too. Rock Boys in the building tonight. Yeah. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. Yeah. Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wait, no, that's not Rock Boys. No, that's uh. That's uh. That's uh. That's, uh, I, that's uh, I don't need a hook for this shit one. Oh, what? <laughs> Can you hear that? Yeah. 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 It's good, man. Or it's a really you, good record. The customers. Honestly, like, I... I like, he, he's really kind of... Like, Jay-Z is kind of like a... Amazing record, and then pretty good record amazing record and pretty good record he never goes really to like i have a bad record i guess because like kingdom come i didn't really like i thought it was boring but it's not i love kingdom come i know i know you did i know you did and again there is stuff i like on there but like i felt the way with 444 or whatever that was i love that one too the content i think is really good but the production is so boring and his delivery is so boring i just it's some grown man shit see you're too young that you're not at my level you're too young, Graham. We, you are You're three, too young. You are three years older than me, Brian. <laughs> yes, older is the key word. Three I don't know, man. Years, I, in fact. I have. I have my that own is business. Three sixty-five times three, which is you do the math. <laughs> older. I have. I have my own business. I have a kid. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are probably more grown than I am. Yeah, I've been stabbed. Come on, let's. <laughs> okay, so I've got his albums up right now. Okay, so reasonable doubt. Fucking the, classic. One of the best ever. Yeah. One of the best ever and one of the best debut albums ever. For sure. And and, it, and it has it's still my favorite Jay-Z song of all time is on that record. Which one? You know. You got to know. What's the best song on that record? I mean, I like them all. Can I, I can't live? Even. Can I live? Can I live? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I I I, yeah. I, I love that. That album. is the best fucking song. It's my favorite Jay-Z song of all time. It still still is. It gets me so pumped up. Okay. Okay. Now here now so he comes he comes out firing with reasonable yeah. doubt. This is where I feel is one of his worst. His second. Yeah. In my lifetime, volume one. Yeah. Did not like that at all. Not at all. Yeah. Uh volume two? That's the good. hard knock life? Yeah, that's good. 
fucking back on track. Yeah. In my oh yeah, oh dude, actually now that you now that I'm looking at the house, it, you're kind of right. It's, it is volume it's, three. Yeah, no good. It's kind of whack again. Yeah, and you did the same thing uh, with Blueprint. The Dynasty. I didn't. I mean, the Dynasty. Yeah, it's, that's, it's not really a Jay Z record. It's not a Jay Z album. That's more of a just like a. It's, uh, a, it's a Rockefeller record. It's like a Rockefeller. Yeah. Yeah. I don't count it. Yeah, I don't either. The Blueprint, and obviously, classic. and then Blueprint Two, back down again. Back down again. Yeah, see? you're right. I'm telling the you, the Black Album up, back up again. Oh, I see. Okay, Kingdom Come. You didn't like it. I did. I don't think it's bad. But I can see how yeah. you go from like a black and then. Kingdom Come comes out and he's like, oh, what the fuck? Right, like, comparatively, you go like, Black Album is like, holy shit, this is yeah, fucking incredible. Yeah. And then Kingdom Come, you're like, this is kind of average, it's fine. Uh, okay, and then he I goes back up, I mean, like Blueprint 3 is okay, it's pretty good. American Gangster. I mean, American Gangster. Kingdom Come. Yeah, amazing. And, and then, Blueprint 3 is just okay. There's some good stuff on there. Oh See? shit, the Blueprint 3. Do I, even, I don't even know that album. Oh really? It's it's uh Oh wait no, oh that's the one uh New York, New York with uh yeah, Alicia yeah, yeah. Keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, a very, that album's dope. It, it, yeah, it's it's a it's a very pop friendly yeah. record, like a very mainstream hip hop record, but it's good. It, it gets a thumbs up for me. Yeah, it's good. All right, so then we get the uh the Magna Carta, Holy Grail. See again, back uh, down. It's just agreed. okay. It's just agreed. Okay. Yeah. I actually forgot about that album. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that at all. It's not bad. It's just. It's like whatever. It's like I don't care about it. No, I actually didn't like. I didn't. Okay. I. I, yeah. I did. Actually, now that I'm looking at, because I completely forgot about Magna Carta. Yeah. That might be. I don't want to be hyperbolic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. But then, yeah, four, 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 and I like that a lot. Right. See. So he's always up and down. Yeah. Every every other record, yeah. he makes a great. Okay. Record. Yeah. yeah. I apologize. For yeah. And again, like, I think 444 is good. But it's you just are the, wrong about Kingdom Come. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. It's yeah. just okay. It's not bad. There is stuff I like on there. I just, Kingdom Come and 444, I feel the same way about. Like, they're they're not bad records. Like, they're not at all. I just don't feel, I just don't feel anything from them. I guess that's what it is. I just don't yeah. feel anything from it. I feel you. I feel you. I mean, I know, I, I totally can understand how, you know, 444 just didn't really hit the way you probably wanted it to because it is because honestly i mean we talk about hip-hop all the time where it's like you know i like that aggressive shit and this is not that at all like See, again like the content i like i like that it's he's almost not, like that he's not lounge talking. shit I, I like that he's not talking about being in the street like because he, yeah he's not like he had this, and this is a problem with, like most of these rappers when they but get I was, older I was, yeah <clears> I, was, <throat> I was i was mostly referring to just the production of four 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 in terms yeah. of the aggressiveness, like it's it's very, uh, like it's, I said, it's, it's almost flat. Like, it's flat. It's like hip hop lounge music. Yeah, there's almost. just there's just no dynamic to it. Like within each song and then the album as a whole, there's just not a lot. Of, again, there, there are songs that I like on there, but like overall, it's just it just feels flat. Like you want, yeah. I'm not. I don't even care about the aggression, but like you want. It just, it wasn't interesting. There was no like sparkle to the record. Like when you listen to these other amazing ones, you're like, man, it's like, this is gripping me. It, so on the production side, I just felt it was lacking. Hey, so I was, just, so that, that Magna Carta album, mm -hmm. going back to the Jay-Z uh, conversation, that was the album he dropped exclusively through Tidal, right? Yes. I think that's, yeah, yeah. Because it yeah. took me a while to listen to it because I didn't have Tidal. Or maybe I just signed up for the free trial to listen no, I, to it because it, it was like an exclusive through yeah, that service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I like maybe I I don't remember if I downloaded it, like I pirated it, or maybe it was on YouTube for a minute or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not very good. I didn't, not very good. Yeah. All right, cheers, brother. Cheers, man. So you got a drink of water? You, oh man, you're Let's drink of so water. Much, so much better than me. Living it up, man. <laughs> All right. So you want to get into? Um, Let's do it, dude. The entertainments. Army the, of the uh, Dead. Army of the Dead. I've got notes. Me too. All right. Look at all fucking professionals. Yeah. Well, I have a note, which will then spark off. Okay. I, I created a note just to basically like be like, all right, yeah, yeah. Use that, and I can go from there. So I actually, uh, first of all, I just got to say, man, can we just? I just want to thank Zack Snyder, uh, because I feel that he's given us like his films has given us so much content to yeah. talk about on this yeah. show <clears throat> we almost feel you know uh, you know like Zack Snyder should, you know we I just I just owe him for yeah, just you know, him being him yeah you know you don't uh, he's doing just fine <laughs> <laughs> but no no look I, I I like Zack Snyder I do um I think he I think he's a a very good director uh, I mean, all all the shit everybody says about Zack Snyder, you know, he's great with the visuals. Um, his visuals are great. Like, yeah. I mean, he can shoot the the fucking shit out yeah. of a movie. He know he knows what's cool. Um, there's a he's got a lot of qualities about him that as a as a director that I like as a viewer. Sure. Um, he kind of hits me in my thirteen year old feels. You know about right, like oh right, this right. is awesome like look at this like right. boom yeah he 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 knows how to make a spectacle for sure yeah, yeah yeah and I appreciate him for that now that being said I mean we again I mean if anybody's listened to this podcast before I mean I don't think we I don't think we've ever outside of uh, his Snyder cut of Justice League was probably the first time we talked about Zack Snyder in a positive light yeah. Because I really enjoyed that. As as bloated and as long as it was. I thought it was just okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well I, yeah. I really enjoyed yes, it. Yes, I, yes. I really enjoyed it. Um because I know we talked about Batman versus Superman and that was terrible. Yep. Um and we've talked about Man of Steel, which mm-hmm. I uh I, I might have liked a little bit more than you. Yeah. But I also I, I at the end of the day, I think it's a good movie. And I think in terms of his superhero output uh, taking, you can't make a sad Superman, man. You, just, you can't know, make a sad Superman. That's not who it is. I know, I know, but yeah, I know. You're right. You're he right. Makes, he makes everybody Batman. He makes every character Batman. His superhero output wasn't the best. Yeah, <laughs> and even and even me saying that I liked his his cut of his Justice League, I say that, and even Man of Steel, I say it with the caveat of. It's good for someone who is not respecting the character. Right. Like it's, it's, through, it's through a lens. Right. right it's through right. a lens. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, obviously, this is not the true Superman. Yeah. yeah. This is not the true Batman. Like, he, this is the Snyder Eyes version of these characters. And through that lens, yes, they're, yeah. they're okay. But I still like him, though. And he seems like a nice guy. And the people that he works with, the actors, seem to love him. Yeah. You know, people want to work. 
with Zack Snyder, like it Batista. Does seem uh, Dave Batista turned down a role in James Gunn's Suicide Squad, right? Because he wanted the opportunity to work with Zack Snyder, and I and, get it. Like, and, and and you know, he had a he wouldn't have had the lead role in Suicide Squad, but he did have the lead role here. It was, it was a good move. That is and true. It, it was yeah. a smart. You know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, that, yeah, I probably should have said that, but you're right. Yeah, it was uh, a, a minor character or uh, side character versus a leading role, right? <clears throat> which I'm probably sure for him was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna be the lead. Uh, so all that being said, you know, I I wasn't looking forward to Army of the Dead. I wasn't. I mean, I knew it was coming out. I'm like, oh okay, it'll be on Netflix. I'll check it out. It wasn't, but it wasn't some film I had like checkmarked, like, oh my God, here it, here it comes. Right, right. Today's the day. Yeah. Because first of all, I mean, I, like zombie films are cool. Like I'm not a, I, 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 I look at zombie films the way that I look at the Clippers. <laughs> okay. Actually, no, that's actually, that's not true. <laughs> Cause I really don't give a shit about the Clippers. Um, so that's, that's a bad example, but I, I, I'm, I'm neither a fan yeah, they're fine. Or not a fan of zombies and like zombie films. Like if, yeah. if there's a good movie and it consists of zombies, then I'll check it out. Like I'm not. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not running to see every zombie centric film. Yeah. There are zombie movies that I really like. Like I enjoy watching them. But like the only zombie movie that I can say like this is an amazing movie is uh, 28 Days Later. That's the only oh, one. Yeah, I love like, that movie. This movie is if they weren't zombies, like it could be any other, just crazy, whatever. Yeah, it's so fucking good um, and terrifying, like legitimately scary. It's it, music is per- like everything's perfect about it. But yeah, like you, like zombies, like yeah, what? I'll watch some zombie shit, like whatever, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just want to just show me a good movie. Yeah, you know, if if zombies are the uh, the main antagonist, and so be it. But like, just as long as the movie's good, like I could give a shit. You could you could take them out and yeah, swish them with anything It'd or anybody. Anything. Right, right, right. Uh, but that being said, I mean, I do like Dave Batista. Yep. I actually, I put out a tweet, um, after seeing army of the dead. So this might just probably tell you what I thought about the film. I said, I put out a tweet and I was like, what, you know, Dave, and I, and I don't at people on Twitter normally. Uh, but I, I did with him. I, I put at Dave, whatever his Twitter handle is, Batista, I think it's his name, Batista. And I was like, I think he is the best pro wrestler turned active. Uh, you've, never I, seen, I, you've never seen Mr. Nanny. No, <laughs> I haven't. And my tweet still stands. I agree, man. I agree. Um, yeah, and I basically just said, look, I think he's the best pro wrestler turned actor. It's like, look, I'm not trying to spark any debate. It's like just... No, there's there's no debate. Put my opinion out there's no debate. on it's, a platform it's that's got many. It's true. And, and he... Yeah. He's making interesting choices in the in the roles yes. that he takes, and he takes chances in the roles that he takes, um, and, and the directors that he chooses to work and the with. Directors that he cho- and he know? um he has the most growth for sure in like someone who became an actor later in life that you can see it like from yeah. Wrong Side of Town, his first movie, and like whatever the fuck that was. Oh shit, was he in that? Was <laughs> yeah, that the he, RVD movie. Yeah, yeah, it's the Batista movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the RVD movie. Oh man, I forgot Batista was in that. Yeah, and I only know that because my one of my former like very very close friends was in it. Um and he he used to train Batista and that's how I met Dave at I, I remember. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that you telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh shit. But yeah, it's but like 
Like I knew, like oh, Batista's getting better. Like when I saw him in Guardians or whatever, like oh man, he's getting he's getting better. But like he doesn't have a lot to do in Guardians. You know, he's he has right, to be yeah. like a dead character. But then I saw him in Blade Runner, and I was like, oh shit! Like he yeah. he really wants to act. Like he wants to act. That's um, what changed it for me. Yeah, was seeing him in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, he was uh, great. Yeah, and yeah, and, and not only was he great in that, but I know that he was like really uh vying for that role as small oh, as it was i mean it's a small role but yeah. he just he wanted to work with uh denis villeneuve the director and he would just want to take anything good for him and and honestly like just that his wants of just yeah. wanting to work with these uh really top top tier uh yeah. directors filmmakers speaks volume because like you said like he's not trying to just be the muscly dude yeah you know, he's really trying to push himself and put himself in roles that are that I think most people would, would think would be uh, like how the rock for him. Like the rock plays it very yeah. safe and he'll never right. let himself be seen like he'll never lose a fight. It's in his contract. Like, he can't lose a fight. He you know, he's got to win. He's got to be the cool guy. He's always he's like, yeah, he's always cool. He's like the Jay-Z of, <laughs> of oh, yeah. I'm always it, cool. It, I'm always cool. And I think that's great for yeah, the Rock. Totally. You know, it's like it's look. I, I and totally he's expect, and he's gotten a lot better too. He he he's, yeah yeah of yeah, course yeah. yeah. And I love the Rock. I mean, the yeah. Rock in movies is playing a uh hyper version of himself. Yeah. And I and and you know what? That's great. Yeah. He's not trying to do anything more than what the Rock would do, and I love him for it. But with Batista. He actually wants to be, or he's trying to be like that actor. Like he wants yeah. to put himself in these. these he doesn't. He doesn't make know, the movie about roles. him. Yes, like yeah. like a, like a rock. Like if a rock is in a movie, it, it's the rock's movie now. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. yeah. But but Batista's like he's willing to lose. He's willing to die. He's willing to, you know, not be the coolest character. Like yeah, I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, so do I. So do I. So you know. If there was any excitement that I had going into this film, it was because Batista was the lead, and I wanted to see how he how he would do uh, yeah. leading the film, directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah, and uh, I gotta say, man, like I I enjoyed this movie. Here's um, the thing: everybody in this movie did a great job. Yeah, every actor I think so. did a great job, especially. Okay, so yeah, I yeah, I enjoyed this film. There are things I didn't like with Gibson. Yeah, yeah. But 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 you're right though. Like this cast was really good. Yeah. Um in particular, the uh the Hispanic chick, and yeah. I don't even know her name. I, I know, but I, I heard that the she almost love interest girl. No, no, no. The one that was there with the uh the Instagram. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like she is a, a stunt woman. Oh. And yeah, that's yeah, so she's a stunt woman. I think this might have been her first well. She was she was in Wonder Woman. She played one of the Amazons. Okay, but like in the background, like she had no speaking right. role. But she, but but her but she is a stunt woman. Like that is her trade. Hmm. And she got you know hired to to be in this film for that little small part that she had. I thought she was fucking fantastic. Yeah, and uh, and her fight scene when they were going through the corridor with the uh, the hibernated zombies. Yeah, I thought was fucking fantastic. And I was like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah. She was the. Uh... The Chavez. She, she, of, had, she had the bandana. Yeah, she was the Chavez from Aliens in this movie. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vasquez, Vasquez. Vasquez, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No, exactly. Yeah. And watching the movie, I'm like, 
She's totally vascular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they like, gave her the they is. gave her the red bandana. Like it's like yep. okay, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. I, I think everybody was really good. I really like the relationship between the German guy and the brother. I loved. I love the that two of good, them together. Yeah. They're, you know, any, I mean, anytime you put an odd couple together, if they pull it off, it's, it's the best part of any movie. I mean, that's why, whatever, Lethal Weapon or, you know, 48 Hours. It's like, the, that's what you want to see. You want to see two people who are very different, who begrudgingly love each other. Like, that's what yeah. I love. And, and, and they did that very well. And, 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 and that love, it was, uh, like, they, they, they built towards it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is also key. It wasn't yeah. just, you know, uh, like you could tell, like I mean, he was trying. Uh, the German guy was trying, like, oh yeah, you know, fist bump and want to, you know, be down, whatever. Yeah. But it was uh, they gradually built to that point where it was like, okay, this guy, because because they got into the shit. Yeah. And it was like, okay, yeah, you, they earned I mean, each other's okay. respect and trust, and yeah, it yeah, was yeah. It was a nice little moment. It was. My first note, I have, I press play and I look, and then my first note is two and a half hours. That was what I initially, I was like, okay, fucking Zack Snyder, man. He, he can't make a reasonably timed and paced movie to save his fucking life. He's like yeah. David Fincher in that respect, but David Fincher is much, is a much better writer. So it's like, it works with David Fincher where it's like Zack Snyder, while he's a decent director, he is not a good writer. He's just not, he's not a good writer. He should, yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be writing his own stuff. No. I, I I didn't make a note of the uh, of the length because I knew that you would bring it up, and it was such an <laughs> obvious thing too. Yeah, because I I also had a similar reaction when I booted it up and I saw and I was like, "Fuck!" I I like I like Zack Snyder, as I've said. Yeah, it didn't need to be two and a half really hours. Needs, it just he, doesn't it, need to be no, two and a half hours. No, no. No, and in fact, like my biggest criticism of the film is his length. Yeah, um, I enjoyed. I enjoy like overall. I enjoyed this this movie. Yeah, but they could have easily, easily like there's no reason. There's why this movie is as long as it is. None. They could like that middle section. Honestly, I started to doze off. Yeah, and lose interest. Yeah, in that second act, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. You can chop a lot of this shit off and you're not going to lose any impact of the story that you'll you, make a better movie. You'll make a better movie. You'll make a better, better movie. movie. Yeah. Especially once you figure, you know, you get to the end and you kind of figure out how the story It's such has a simple it's such a simple premise. Yeah. They literally go for any movie that goes from point A to Spoil, point B. Spoilers by the way. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any movie, any movie that has to go from point A to point B and then back to point A is a very simple movie. And like it's just a matter of like you need to perform it well and dress it well but like it's not complex you're not telling it's not like fucking memento or something like that's very complicated yeah right? yeah it's a very linear story that you're telling here it doesn't need to be it's a zombie heist hours. film yeah it's a zombie heist film such a good idea yeah such a good such idea. a good such a great idea and honestly like you know to speak to that like i think he, that you know what, he did sorry. a really good job uh with the world building yeah i thought the opening with of the this exception film, of he didn't he didn't it wasn't clearly defined that the zombies were only in vegas like they they had like a news thing but they didn't say like the rest of the world is totally fine it's only here like they didn't say it you had to well i th- i thought they established that in the opening maybe i missed it yeah they established that you know that and that's why i was saying like the opening i thought was great like it 
and this is another Zack Snyderism. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he did this in, uh, so he doesn't know a lot of this film. Sucker Punch, uh, I think he did it in. Very big uh, comic book he opens. Yeah. Yeah, with the music, and yeah. it's just, he's the hero shots, scene. and yeah. Hero shots, and, and, and I think it was during that scene they kind of established the fact that, yeah, this thing was self contained in Vegas. Okay. But I love that opening. I did too. I thought it was great. It was like a movie. It was like a, a mini movie unto itself. So I didn't. And understand. I teared up. I cried because wow. you see this 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 mother. Oh yeah, that was sad. That was very sad. Uh, you know this seemingly just you know mom who's not in the military at all, uh, killing these zombies like trying to protect her daughter, loses the daughter, gets reconnected, and then when Matista and his team. Are are in there trying to pull out the you know remaining survivors from Vegas because the the government's walling it all off with these uh, uh containers like those giant containers we were talking about earlier <laughs> that are shipped to and from, and she ends up dying with her daughter because she's trying to put her daughter out, but the daughter doesn't want to leave her. Yeah, and I'm watching this and I'm like, dude, the yeah, that was the hard. movie proper had to start. Like I, and when they they both died together, I I teared, man. Yeah, it, I was it like, was God sad. damn, it was sad. I was yeah, like, you could have just rolled the credits at that point, been like Army of the Dead. Got yeah, you bitches. I also like you that know, part doesn't really belong in this movie. <laughs> like it's too, <laughs> it was too heavy for this movie. Like I appreciate it, it was done well, and yeah, and I agree. Like it was really fucking sad. Um, yeah, you didn't need most of it though. Like all the. The priest stuff of, you know, like they show Batista has to kill his wife while his wife is trying to, cause she's a zombie and she's trying to break into the daughter's bedroom. Daughter. So he has to kill her. They don't, you don't need to show that either. Like I understand, but they, you can just have the tension and talk about it. Like so that's, when you talk about stuff you can cut, there's more you uh, can cut too. I, th- I, I actually, I disagree with that point. I think that that scene needed to be there hmm. because, uh, Again, it's a whole show. Don't tell. You know, I think they, yeah, established okay. it, you know, where it's like, yeah, you know, she's banging on the door trying to get to the daughter and Batista's like, and I, and, and I, I teared up in that scene too. It was like, it was hard. I mean, that stuff it was, was, yeah, all the family stuff was really harsh. And um, he, the, the scene, like when he put that knife through his wife's head and just, you know, again, like props <laughs> to Batista, like his acting, like you could tell yeah. he was, this guy was like, like his guts were ripped out. Yeah. The fact that he had to do this, but he had to save his I mean, daughter. Honestly, like Batista is turning into like a very good actor, which is weird. You just don't expect <laughs> it. And, and again, like his growth is, I mean, honestly, even in wrong side of town, which is not a good movie, he is very good in it. Yeah. Like he's so watchable and fun. He's the only good part of that movie. No disrespect to my former friend. Um, yeah. who's he's fine in it too. But like, Batista's very good in that movie. Um, yeah, he's See, I'm not so. Su- I'm. Uh, hey, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. no. Uh, I'm not surprised that Batista's turned into the actor that he that he has become, because when he first left WWE to uh, pursue his uh, his MMA career, mm-hmm. which <laughs> didn't really pan out, and yeah. then acting, he was doing the best work of his life in WWE. Mm. He was great. Like he was a heel. He had turned heel. And he was basically being this like a petulant, entitled uh, douchebag, for lack of a better term. But you could tell that he really like just 
leaned into that and mm-hmm. was doing and cutting the best promos ever. And everybody was like, God damn, it's like, it's too bad he's leaving. This is the best Batista that we've ever seen. Right. And so, so that was the first thing for me where I'm like, oh man, like this guy is showing a completely different side of himself. This is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he really wants it. It's, it's cool to see. I mean, so many people like, cause he's going to get roles because he, he's a name. And so many people just kind of rely on that. They just bank on that. Like, well, I'll get the roles. It's fine. And, and I'll just stick to the thing that I can do. But he hasn't done that. Like he really hasn't done that. Um, yeah. I mean, he had one shitty fixed MMA fight, whatever. We'll throw that away. Um, <laughs> bite your tongue. It, it was. Come on. Um, he still won. A win is a win. That's that's some pro wrestling talk right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, side 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 step for a second. John Cena is a dumb little bitch. What the fuck? Oh, the, uh, it's just about the whole Taiwan thing. Yeah, that was yeah, so, oh. some cuck shit. All right. Well, okay. So I know this was a thing that blew up. I, I'm I'm feigning ignorance on this whole thing because honestly, like I don't know what he said. So all he said, I know he I know he said something. He said Taiwan he, was a country. Well, he acknowledged Taiwan as a country. That's it. Right, right. So, so I guess so. This is my ignorance. Like I do not fully. I know that there's tension with Taiwan and China. Right. I don't understand. So China, all that it encompasses, and like right. why. So, so basically, China him saying that. So basically, China won't recognize Taiwan as a country. They're like, you were part of us and you left. Fuck you. You're whatever. You're not a country. You're nothing. Um, obviously, it's a country, right? <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking country. Um, yeah. But they won't. And then that's the same. Re- like, world leaders aren't allowed to recognize Taiwan as a country either because of China. Like, when Donald Trump became president, he accepted a call from the president of Taiwan to congratulate, which no U.S. president is supposed to do. And he had to like apologize for it too, because you're not supposed to piss off China. Um, so it's that. So John Cena in some promotion for Fast and Furious or whatever the fuck acknowledged Taiwan as a country, and then he speaks Chinese. So in Chinese, I know I knew that part. Yeah, yeah no, he's giving like this profusely apologizing. Like I'm so sorry. I never meant it's. I mean, he is bending over, licking boots while getting fucked in the ass type of apologizing for recognizing China uh, Taiwan as a country. It's like for Mr. America, it's it's really fucking pathetic. Like it it bummed me out. Like I've never had an issue with John Cena. I think he's funny and I've enjoyed the movies that he's done and I think yeah, you know, obviously he did a lot in wrestling. I don't really care about that part of his career, but like I get it. But after so that, is, I was like, oh man. But okay, so is it are you upset at him because he recognize Taiwan as a country or no. the fact that he had to apologize for that, it? that that I'm I'm upset that he apologized okay. that he apologized and the way he like literally in Chinese you could he it looks like he's about to cry like he's uh it looks like almost like a hostage video <laughs> um so I was like oh man I don't respect you dude like you can't just stand up and be like no that's I this is what I they're a country they are a country are they their own country or not yeah like, but again, it's just it's it's more well, nuanced then, then, than well, I'm no, saying. It, it. Well, I, I I really should know my world events. I mean, and like I said, I know that there was like friction there. So is so China considers Taiwan part of China, but what Taiwan does not? 
Right. Right. Okay. So, so is is it that really is is so so the I guess for China Republic being of China, China you can't piss them they, off. They claim Taiwan. They but, claim it. Yes, but Taiwan does not. Taiwan is it. Taiwan considers themselves their own independent country. Do they run independent of China? I believe so. Then why does China think that Taiwan is theirs? Because they say it is. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, right. that, that's what yeah, they want. I, and and, now, and and so like that. Literally, like world leaders can't recognize Taiwan just so they don't piss out off of China. fear of pissing off China. Yeah, and again, I'm I'm no. Um, uh, Political scientist or fucking whatever, and I and I clearly am. Yeah, not. yeah. So I'm <laughs> that's butchering. What, that's all I was to do because yeah. I there's, there's I probably there more nuance there. to this, but like, yeah, essentially, Taiwan is like we are an independent country, and China is like, nope, you're not. And then to kind of flex on Taiwan, they'll fuck over their politics. They'll you know, not give them a seat at the UN, essentially, like stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, you know, I've been to Taiwan. It's a fucking country. There's Taiwanese. Is Taiwan? They speak no, you may Taiwanese not know the answer to shit. this. Is Taiwan dependent on China for like, like does does China like help with like you know? I don't know. Like, what am I trying to say? Like, like import give them export money? Stuff like, and, no, or, I don't or believe just, so. Are like, they, they have, are they a part of the? I, I don't. I don't believe. I don't, I don't know. I don't believe they get anything from China. Like, I think they have trade like anywhere else does with China. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know is that <laughs> John Cena, like, <laughs> literally, like, he was gonna cry in a hostage video. It was like, I'm so sorry, China. Please love me, China. And so part of me is like, one, you're, you're probably doing this because the studios for, you know, Fast and the Furious and Suicide Squad probably made you do it. So, oh, I'm, oh absolutely. I'm, so they're going to make that, to do that China kind of money. Apology, of course, yeah. But it's just like it, it was just so pathetic, man. Like just the way he did it, and I was like, oh man, you're you're kind of a little bitch. Like that's how I felt. Like oh, I, I, it really bugs me now. Like that, that uh, this was well, your stance. I, I don't know. I mean, I I I I, I, I can feel, and I understand how you could feel that way. And losing respect for Cena because of that, but at the same time, like I mean, I like I don't know, like John Cena to me seems like he's a a good dude. Yeah, he had, you know, he 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 made that apology, but like you said, I think he probably did that at the behest of the studio because they're like, dude, you cannot fuck up our money this fast. Because I know the fast uh, Fast and Furious franchise in China is like fucking it's huge, mega bucks. Yeah, so they're looking at it from just straight. Dollars and cents. You got to retract this. You got to do it now. So I. So like so so the way to do it, and still like retain a shred of respect for yourself, would to be like, hey guys, um, I said this in interview in an interview, and it was um, beyond my uh, scope of international politics, and I apologize. I didn't mean to offend anyone, and um, I hope it will not affect. Uh, anything, some variation yeah. of that. That would be the way to do it. What he did, yeah, that's for, that 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 would have been a great way to do yeah. it. Yeah, 
right? So you basically just play it neutral and you you just apologize. What he see, did now, was like grovel. See, now I'm curious. Like, did he like who did like him saying that that Ty, Taiwan is a country? Did it? Is that like saying that? And I'm, I'm curious. I have no idea. But it's saying like like to the populace of China. Like, yeah. what do they think? Exactly. I don't, do I don't, they? I don't know. I think some were of they the, offended, or was it just the government? Where it's it's like, but probably just the government. I mean, I'm sure some people, like like here, some people are attached to the government, and they feel like whatever the government says, I need to say. So here, let yeah. me see it. Um, hello, China. That's what. That's how we it. I want to read the translation. Uh, okay. Hello, China. Wait, where am I reading? This is from Vanity Fair. Uh, Hello, China. This is John Cena. He said in this apology video in Mandarin, I'm in the middle of Fast and Furious 9 promotions. I'm doing a lot of interviews. I made a mistake in one of my interviews. He continued. Oh, he said without explicitly naming that mistake. Cena went on to stress. Oh, they don't say the whole thing here. Um, Cena went on to stress the number of interviews he's been doing and apologized profusely for his alleged error. I love and respect China and the Chinese people. I'm very, very sorry about my mistake. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I sincerely apologize. You must understand that I really love and respect China and the Chinese pe- people. I'm sorry. Bye. Oh, groveling. Wow, groveling. That is groveling. That is not an apology. So I was just like, yeah, I don't. Uh, yikes, man. Like the, the apology I just came up up with off the top of my head would have that was that that was better that was, it was better. better your apology was you way better you would have made the and apology it was short you would have made the apology you could have still done it in Mandarin great but like he wanted them to know like he's it's basically like you know when you watch like a fucking bullshit movie where someone has to publicly embarrass themselves so the the person that they're yeah kowtowing to like knows oh yeah they mean it because they're embarrassing themselves like that's what i want that's what he did and i was like ah fuck that guy he sucks uh, it's a bummer man I'm it was a, a bummer i'm gonna i'm gonna cut cena some slack on that i think <laughs> he was probably put in a it's a tough position you know, a, a bad situation or bad yeah bad position and i don't know i mean <sighs> you got to stand up to bullies man that was his whole thing right but he didn't do it yeah 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 he didn't it do was it. that was his whole was. thing for fucking 20 years Stand up to bullies. That is true. That is true. That was his whole his whole like his entire thing. Like, don't yeah, let people was... tell you what to do. Don't bully. Yeah. And then he's just like, China was like, we're gonna bully you. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Fuck, I'm sorry. China, China. But, but, like, but I me, guarantee baby, you, it was it was it was less China and more what is it? Universal. Yeah, that, like, that no. too. Yeah, that's it's like if you want these checks to clear, you better go on this, do this mea culpa, go out there and <laughs> he's got you money. Know, He's got money. I know he does. He does. He does. That's the other thing. I'm like, if you got, I mean, he's got fuck you money. He doesn't need to work a day in his life. He doesn't need to. He's fine. Yeah. And to still do it, I'm like, ugh, Damn. gross, man. How do you? I got to I got to I got to I got to learn more about this whole Taiwan, yeah. uh, China thing. Because, like I said, I I, I knew there was uh, an issue there. Mm-hmm. I just never understood. Yeah. Exactly what or the origin of it or. Yeah, I need to because that is crazy. The fact that him saying that would lead to him having to do this mega, mega, mega apology. I mean, that's literally like the type of guy who, you know, watches his wife get fucked by the burglar and he just sits there looking at it like, oh man, this sucks. (laughs) Like it's that type of shit. It just, it really bummed me out. I was like, oh, this this is whack. This is whack. Well, anyway, back to army of the dead. Batista's awesome. I don't think he would ever do that. But see now, now I'm really curious (laughs) though about like what, 
actual Chinese people feel about Taiwan. So all I can say is that if it's like, so because my my ex girlfriend was Taiwanese. Um, I I went to Taiwan. I have a lot of Chinese and Taiwanese friends here. Yeah. Um, oh well, educators tell us. Yes, yes. yes. Well, I, I definitely this is not my issue to speak on, but I will say that like. I've never met a I've never met a Chinese person who felt that way about Taiwan, who was like negative about Taiwan. They all okay. acknowledge that the government feels that way. But I'm sure but also like all of my Chinese friends are my age. So it's like they're probably a little more reasonable and you know, like, yeah, why would we have a problem with them? Yeah. Um But I'm sure there are Chinese people who are like, Yeah, fuck Taiwan if they don't want to be part of China. I'm sure there are those type of people too. Um, but every, every, all of my Chinese friends are like, yeah, it sucks. Is this like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I can, and, yeah. and all of my tiny, I've got all, to do my all of my, all I, of my, I just want to keep asking yeah, questions. Yeah. All of my Taiwanese friends don't have any problem with China other than the fact that <laughs> the government is so harsh on Taiwan. That's Taiwan. Other than that, like, yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to, and, and in, while I was in Taiwan, like, Taiwan's interesting because it was like, I mean, it was occupied by Japan for 50 years. So it's like, there's a lot of Japanese culture there. There are people who only speak Japanese, but they are Taiwanese. There is a Taiwanese language. There are people who speak Cantonese. There's people who speak Mandarin. There's people who speak like a blend of all of it. It's like a very interesting place. Um, and what, the, how far is Taiwan from, I guess, cause Taiwan's an island, right? Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, it's fairly close to Japan. Um, is it closer to Japan than it is China? Or well, that's, a, that's a good question. I don't know. Let's look. Oh man, this review veered off course, but I'm like fascinated by it. It is interesting. Um, so it is. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's off the coast of China, uh, okay. below. Oh, it's oh, it's closer to China than it is Japan. Oh, it's close to the Philippines. That's what I meant. So it's it's uh, gotcha, gotcha. It's off the what the eastern shore of china and then north of luzon the northern island of the philippines and then south of japan south of korea got you okay yeah all right shit yeah yeah but taiwanese people i love you i love your country it it was fucking awesome there i mean my ex-girlfriend was a horrible psychotic monster but like the rest of you guys are cool yeah, and he, yeah, I'm not gonna hold the country. Res- yeah, you know, yeah, I'm sure not all herb. of you would pretend to have cancer. It's fine. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. All right, we gotta bank that for a future episode. That's yeah. You remember? You remember that 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 time? Uh, long I actually time do. Ago? I, I I do. Yeah. 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 I, she, I and then she like got sent back to Taiwan, and then like was in a coma. That was fake too. Wow. Yeah, man. Good times. Good times. Trust, time, trust issues for. For for Graham. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you want to go back to uh, Army of the Dead now? I guess let's do it. So, <laughs> okay, okay. So okay. So it opens with see the opening. I didn't like the you didn't. No, here's why: the army is transporting something. They don't know what it is through the desert in Vegas. It turns out oh, that, that was dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, was dumb. yeah that, that 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 that's what I mean. That part of the opening. So, yeah, okay. which you find out because they obviously crash and it gets out and it ends up being the first infected zombie who later becomes the zombie king. Great. So it that's fine. It's a simple setup. They're going to transport it. There's going to be an accident. He's going to get out. 
fine. What I didn't like about it was they're in cutting back and forth between some, a couple driving the opposite way on the road and the girl like starts sucking his dick and he's not paying attention and he crashes him. I was like, this they is just, the, ha- they, they just the got hackiest. Married. Yeah. It's just yeah. the hackiest bullshit. Like you couldn't come up with a better way to crash this truck than the just this it's just so obvious and dumb and hacky like oh i'm gonna get head oh i can't concentrate because i'm getting head and i'm like like i've gotten head in the car a lot you can concentrate it's fine you can still drive it doesn't like completely in in, uh inhibit discombobulate it doesn't yeah it doesn't discombobulate you so so much that you would crash head on to a convoy and by the way, those army trucks were gigantic. This is just a little ass car. They would have ran right through that motherfucker. I know, I know. I, I, I agree with you. Like I thought the opening, like the actual opening, uh, not the montage, but like the setup to this yeah. whole film was stupid as fuck. So dumb. I really did. I'm with you. I thought the whole, not only was it stupid as fuck, it was like, it's just lazy. It's yeah, like, I've so seen lazy, this yes. set up in movies, you and, know. And, and for me, that just screamed. Zack Snyder's writing ability like that's what I felt like okay this is all the shit that I don't like you know talk about like Wonder Woman when she just like sees a painting on the wall and she knows the history it's like okay this is just bad writing man this is just bad writing yeah. I mean look Zack his writing like he he he's not a good he writer the, he, he's, he's not, not a good, a good writer. writer yeah he gets to the point and he's like well let's just do the bare minimum yeah and that's <laughs> yeah. and that's what this opening was it was the yes. bare minimum it's yes. like oh newlyweds uh, she's gonna give him head and so for me, I'm like, like you said, I mean, I've never gotten roadhead before, but I've gotten my dick sucked before. And I'm pretty sure that if I was driving, I could still it's not like you just like black out and like, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to die. So yeah. I would still maintain control of my vehicle. Yeah. And so you've got that. Plus, you've got this military envoy and like the and the two jarheads are actually maybe I should say that I don't want to disrespect the Marines out there or whatever. <laughs> But the two idiots that are driving this envoy are having this 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 stupid ass banter, and they're not even looking at the goddamn road. Not looking so at like, the road. And, and like you said, I'm like, how do you not see this? This giant envoy with these big lights, yeah. and even and yes, you're getting ahead. Oh my god, yeah, good for you. It's like unless it's like the first time that ever happened to you. Right. It's like there's no way right. you're just veering off. No, the road to that level where you just get in this head-on collision. And then, like you said, if that if that did happen, that envoy would have just kept going. Nothing. Like, it was a huge it truck. Have, yeah, it was a huge fucking truck. Like that that and, that would not have yeah done it, anything to them. It was just so bad, and so that really bummed it. But anyway, the it ends up being the zombie king who's like superhuman strength. He kills all the military guys who I think must have been a military man himself. Right, it does seem like that, doesn't it? Because I think later on in the film, the zombie king, like he's got like dog tags, so they were like oh, experimenting or doing something on him. Right, that makes sense. And even that was funny, where they get into the accident, and a uh, homeboy from the the that was driving the envoy, like he gets and he radios in, "Hey, we got into an accident," and the dispatch is like, "Well, what's the package like?" And it's like, "Oh, it looks like it popped open," and she was like, "Stay the fuck away, stay the fuck away." Stay the fuck away, like yeah. repeatedly, and, and and saying it much harsher than I just did. And then he's like, 
look, he's got, he's looking at his, his his homeboys down there that are approaching the open container. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, hey, hey guys, just come back, come on, come back. I'm like, <laughs> she said, seriously, she said we're not supposed to go there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and it's I'm like, like come and on. And how weak is this container that just like it just falls over and busts it just falls open? open? I know. It, I know. It's, it's yeah. It's like a fucking a guy with a hundreds at at a strip club. He's just busted wide open. <laughs> that I mean, the way that thing just kind of fell open. Yeah, was like me like dropping some Tupperware. Yeah, it's like oh the lid came off. Yeah, god damn it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like this is like a metal structure. I'm like yeah. you had like that's it. Like that's all it took. That's was it. like a little a little car accident. That's what they said before they send them on their way. They're like, okay, guys, get there safe, and uh, just hopefully it is not windy. Because if this thing just tips over, <laughs> we're all we're dead. All yeah, we're all yeah. dead. Vegas is gone. Yeah. So yeah, I do. Yeah, the, the opening, the setup to this, and how they got there was was lazy, ham fisted, and honestly, like had me not liking the film at all. Same. And I'm like, it just started. Same. But the, once the zombie gets out there and. He goes to Vegas, and that's when the opening I was talking about before, like with the the mother and daughter, yeah. and like you see the montage of like the chain of events. I was like, okay, now I'm back on board. Yeah. This is fun. I'm yeah. with this. Because at the end of the day, like I, I did, I I went into this film with like very low expectations. I'm like, it's called Army of the Dead, right? Zombies in Vegas, right? Like, and not and not and I say this not to. Uh, Clear Zack Snyder or the writers. No, but but you know what you're you know what you're getting. It's it's not. I know what uh, I'm into. Yeah. yeah, it's not Shawshank Redemption or something. You know what it is. It's yeah, yeah. It's like okay, it's zombies in Vegas and they're gonna do a heist. It's like okay, fine. So, like something I didn't understand. Okay, not that I didn't. They didn't. They didn't justify how it worked. Like, that's what I mean. Like they didn't. The world building was bad in the sense that they didn't explain how it physically happened or like uh, logistically happened. So. The zombie gets out, kills all the Marines, and then apparently just goes into Vegas and just starts biting people. People start turning. Vegas starts getting overrun with zombies. Great. How did they set up this perimeter so quickly? And how did they set up this perimeter without getting eaten by the zombies? I don't understand. Because they airlifted those containers in. Okay. You know, oh, you're, right. Oh, you're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I'll buy it. And I, and I, and I actually thought that this was probably the, a very clever idea the fact that yes it's a zombie outbreak but they got to it quick enough to where it was contained okay and i thought and i thought the i thought that narrative conceit of the fact that vegas has turned into the zombie hotbed but the rest of the country is fine yeah i thought that was awesome and how the rest of the world I thought that was cool too. i've never i'd never seen that before i thought that was yeah cool. yeah and, it, and because it, you know you're there are scenes with batista when he's you need the fry cook and he's like uh, talking to the Japanese guy who eventually hires him for the heist to go back into Vegas, but they do these scenes where they show they show the the newscasters on the TV talking about how you know the situation of what to do with Vegas. Like, do we just nuke it? Like, right. what's going to happen with Vegas? Like, I thought that was that so, was very clever and very cool. Some people were evacuated and they were being held in these like internment camps, which seemed internment like camps, yeah. I couldn't tell how long like what the timeline was. But I yeah they didn't do a good job with the timeline. They did really bad with the, with the timeline. But I also didn't like they were reading their temperatures to see if like their temperature was dropping because then they would yeah. be a zombie like dead. 
But like they weren't just evacuating everybody all the time. There was like they had to be, wait to be evacuated or like some people were going back in to get money to then be evacuated. Like that stuff didn't make any sense because like why don't they just evacuate them? Because they ultimately did just evacuate all of them. So there was no, I know, point, you know yeah. there was no point for that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand that either. The yeah. fact that, OK, so you've got this settlement right outside of the quarantine zone. But it's like, OK, well, why are they, why there? Are they there? Just let them go. Can't they just go? Yeah. And. I don't know if it was the thing where it was like, well, but they were in close proximity to the zombies, so maybe they're a threat. But it's like, okay, well, in that case, then you hold them for a little bit, I guess. Yeah, like a, a mean, day, a week. I mean, right? But like, it's, it's obviously then, been way longer than that in the story. Like, it's been yeah, way, way longer, longer than that because Vegas is destroyed, yeah. and like all these guys who were sh- fighting in the opening montage are retired and doing other jobs now, like still yeah. in Vegas for some reason. So yeah, that, so it that must have been was, months. It must yeah. have been at least several, several months. At least. Maybe a year. Yeah, that's what it felt uh, like. It's, it's got to be a year, at least. Yeah. 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 So yeah, like, yeah, that that whole camp, I didn't really understand why they were there. And they kind of, they allude to the whole thing about, uh, like, uh, like immigration. Like, it's like yeah. an immigration camp. But it wasn't really because it, wasn't. it was just people that were trying to get out. It just made no Vegas. sense. Yeah. Yeah, and because ultimately, yeah. like 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 you said, like ultimately at the end of the movie, they they do nuke Vegas. So then, before they do that, they evacuate all the people in those camps anyway. So it's, yeah, it, it was just it, that that part was just t- terribly written and very poorly done. But yes, so whatever. So th- there's your setup for the movie, and then the. There's only two Japanese actors they allow to work in Hollywood. One is Ken Watanabe, and the other is this guy. <laughs> the other guy. Wasn't he in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, he's Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. He was, he, yeah, yeah. He's also in The Last Samurai. He's the right hand. He's an amazing actor. He's fucking great. I love him. I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, me neither. But he's great. So he's like a businessman of some sort who comes to Batista and is like, you need to assemble a team. And get this thing in the hotel that I left. This like was like two hundred million dollars, right? Like that. But he doesn't. Yeah, Hiro, so, Hiroyuki, Hiroyuki, Hiroyuki Sonata. Okay, is the actor's name. Okay, he's great. He's always awesome, yeah. and he's fine in this. So yeah, he comes to Batista and he's like, "You need to go in and get it." And Batista's like, "Okay, I'll assemble a team." So then he puts together his team, and it's uh, the. One thing I did like, he goes to his first woman, who's like a f- close friend of his, and he's like, we can split the biggest share, and then we'll tell everybody else that they're getting a smaller and smaller yeah, piece. Yeah, I was getting, like, I like so, that. Yeah, I like that, too. Yeah. Uh, so he's getting, of the, so they're going to steal, I think it was 200 million. Something like that. He gets 50 million. Right. And, he's and then, the, and then uh, Sonata tells him, yeah, you assemble your crew, and then you can pay your crew out of the 50 million that we're giving you. And so, yeah, to your point, he goes to meet up with uh, an old uh, flame. Honestly, like they seem to have a relationship, uh, work together. And yeah, and it's like, hey, 25, 25. I think it's what he said, right? Something like that. Or, or 20, 20, and then we'll divide up the rest. Yeah. With yeah. the rest of the team. And then it gets down to like the last guy. And it's like, you, you want 10 grand? <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah. 10 grand, of course. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's I, I figured that that was going to come out and it would cause the team to fight amongst themselves, which would have been good conflict amongst the team. Does it ever come back? No. No. <laughs> so, okay. But, but it, it doesn't but really it, need it, to. It doesn't really need to. 
it doesn't yeah it doesn't need to I, I but it does kind of paint a picture of the people that they right of what they were willing to do without any negotiation you know and it's, they kept uh, going like man if i had if i had ten thousand dollars i could get out of this place and you're like what can't yeah. you just leave i don't understand so anyway we'll let go of that so they get the team and i don't know if you knew this but tig Notaro, the helicopter pilot oh i know i know this story you're about to say yeah this is the best CGI I've ever seen in my life. Me too. Me too. Ever. Like, okay, for anybody listening, so the the woman who plays the helicopter pilot in this movie is a very funny comedian named Tig Notaro. She was not originally in this movie. It yeah. was another comedian who's not very Chris funny. Deli- Chris, Chris D'Elia. Deli- D'Elia. D'Elia, yeah. Chris D'Elia. He shot the entire movie with the cast, just did the movie. After the movie was shot, all these allegations came out about him uh, with underage girls so they can't obviously they can't release the movie with him in it and they can't reshoot the whole fucking movie (laughs) so they just painted him out of every scene that he was in flawlessly and then shot all of Tignataro scenes by herself on a green screen by herself and then just composited her in with the rest of, so it looked like she was with them and they did such a good job you you cannot tell it's f- completely seamless and it blew Tignataro, my mind she never the only person she acted with like there was there was one actress that she acted against she probably I, came I in forget, for a day yeah and i forget yeah. who it was but that was it that was beyond it. that it was just her and the director uh, and Zack the, snyder and the crew yeah and the crew yeah. and just doing this green screen thing. And like, so I, I had read, I, I had read about this story before I saw the movie. Yeah. And so as I'm watching the movie, I'm like looking for it to see how awkward it would be. You, you could not you, tell, you cannot tell at all. It is and, amazing. And I'll say this they, one thing. I don't know if this was his, well, it had to, it had to have been his plan because he shot with lenses that did this. So there's a really, really aggressive depth of field. Uh, depth of field is like when the thing in the foreground is in focus and the background is blurry. Like if you're on blurry, an iPhone, yeah. like if you're using portrait mode, they're trying, they're digitally trying to approximate a depth of field, which you can't really do. So they just, it's digital, but in real lenses, you can. And in this movie, they use very shallow depth of field. So. All of the people are in clear focus, and then the background is almost completely blurry. Like it's just bokeh. Like just it's just fucking blurred out. So I don't know if they increased that post, like with digital effects with with her addition uh, to try to, to to make her blend yeah. in a little better. Yeah. But regardless, you cannot tell. And no. and, and and for anybody listening, if you don't know, Tignataro is probably like five two, a hundred ten pounds. Chris D'Elia is, is like 6'3", 185 pounds. It doesn't line up. It's not like they took somebody who's kind of the same size and was like, okay, you'll just replace him and we'll, you know, we'll paint him out, but you'll be, you'll kind of fill out the edges. We won't be able to tell. Completely different. Totally different. Yeah. You can't yeah tell. It was, you cannot tell at all. And it's. And they did and, it so like, casually. Even, like they didn't make a big deal out of it. Like, guys, there needs to be like a whole documentary of this. I know, I know. And uh, you know what? Honestly, I, I guarantee you, if they ever release this, I'm sure they will. Like on Blu-ray or whatever, the Delia there will be that footage <laughs> yeah. of uh, of her and how she, in, in her role specifically, and how she was inserted into yeah. this already completed film. It's unbelievable. Um, 
She never met Dave Batista. She still hasn't <laughs> met him. I saw her wild. on uh, the Late Late Show. The Late Late Show. She was on there with uh, who does that? The Late Late Show. Uh, Is that Colbert? Col- Stephen Colbert. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she was like, "Yeah, never met him." And she because she was talking about her experiences. She was like, "It was just I'd show up, you know. They put me in these clothes, and it's a small set. It was Zach. It was." You know, three or four other people that were just manning the shit. And, you know, they would use, and she was basically explaining how she shot this, where it was like, okay, because again, you were talking about the, the height difference, where they would basically have her look and they, they mark something off in the distance, like, okay, look at, stare at that, look at that, keep your eyesight level. And they would do it. And it was like, it was a scene when they were walking into the casino in yeah. the film, where they were all together as a group. And she shot that a couple of times and they kept looking at the footage and like, okay, well, we're going to have to move you a couple of centimeters to the right. You're overcrowding this person. And they would shoot it again and they just lined it up. And it's like, ah, now we got to go a little bit back. Technology is so amazing. Cause it's like, normally, you know, if you're doing CGI work with actors, you have to plan ahead. It's all pre-production of like, yeah. these are your eye lines. This is how we're going to set up the shot so we can film appropriately so it looks real. Because if you look at like early CGI, like late 90s, early 90s, it was before they knew how to do any of that shit. So it's like the eye lines were never matched up. People were looking never, fucking yeah. all over the place. Like the monsters are in front of them and they're like looking like way above <laughs> them or something. Like it's never, it never worked. It took a long time. It took like 10, 15 years for people to figure it out. Like, oh, okay, this is how we need to do it. But you still have to do that before. So the fact that yeah. this was all done after the entire movie was shot is wild. And this and- is, again, this is why Zack Snyder is Zack Snyder. Say yeah. what you will about his films. He he is fantastic when it comes to dealing with uh, CGI. I agree. And green screen and all that. Like, I agree. He, he gets it. And I, he gets it. Like, that, that is his strong suit. Yeah. Like, he knows how to... Uh, to to utilize and to bridge like the 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 CGI shit with the real, yeah, and he does it probably better than most. Honestly, he, he does a very. I think I think Michael Bay is probably the best, I and mean, like Michael Bay and Chris Nolan, like as far as just like blending CGI stuff in. Yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah. You're right. Yeah, Nolan's really good. Nolan's, Nolan's very really good, good at it. Yeah, yeah. Nolan's great. Um, I think. Oh yeah, those are two. I think Zack Snyder is right up there with them. I'd agree. In terms, I'd of, agree. I think the only thing with Zack Snyder is that you know, I mean, the shit that he films is so stylized outlandish yeah. and stylized and bombastic yeah. like you just know just yeah. in your head that none of this shit is real yeah but like, it looks seamless though. yes like if you watch the last transformers movie it's an awful movie but like it's seamless like yeah the the robots look real they look like they're really destroying the buses and shit because he he does blow the buses up for real he does break the bridges for real because he's he's thought so far ahead of how he wants to shoot it that and then he inserts and he and he gets you know proper like hdr maps when he's there like anyway the the ticking trial i just kept it kept blowing my mind every scene i was like when she's when she's by herself obviously doesn't matter but like every scene that she was with the other people i was just i it was hurting my brain i was like i don't understand I know yeah. how this is so good. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. So one thing that's very funny with Batista's character too, he's like so instantly rolled over by every character, like the women character, like uh, the one of the women that they get for their team. She like 
brings this, there's a guard in the internment camp who's like a horrible piece of shit and he's like raping the women there and he's a fucking a horrible person. She brings him along and she tells Batista, we need this guy. And he's like, no, we can't bring another guy. And she's like, yeah, we need him. And he's like, okay. It's, that was Shades. Shades oh, really? from Luke Cage. Oh, Remember oh, Luke Cage? He was yeah, the guy, yeah, Shades. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, Theo Rossi is his name. You're right. And he always plays these shitty fucking characters. Yeah. But yeah, he was the, the guy in the internment camp that was just basically abusing his power. Yeah. Uh, and he had the wolf. I think that's her name. She was the one. Yeah. Not the wolf. Uh, the um, coyote. The coyote. The coyote. Because yeah, yeah. so she, she would actually bring people yeah, into the city to get people yeah. out or whatever. Um, again, showing that they've been in these camps for a long time. Yeah. For no reason. Um, so anyway, so they establish this guy's horrible. Then she brings him in. And then like immediately, you know, like, oh, she's going to fuck him over. Like, I knew, yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Of course. Yeah. And she does. She immediately sacrifices him to the queen in there. The zombie queen. Which I was like, oh, cool. There's a fucking zombie queen. I was like, neat. It's not just mindless zombies. I was, I was cool with it. I like it. So one thing that really bugged me. So they get in to the, the, they get into Vegas. They find their way into Vegas. As they're walking, they come out of the, um, storage container. They're in the city and it's, there's like this pathway that's lined with dead bodies and it's kind of stacked kind of high. And they make a point to say like, these bodies come alive when it rains for a few hours. Yeah. And so you immediately go like, oh shit, at, at probably the penultimate point in the movie, it's going to start raining. These things are going to come alive while they're trying to get back. They're not going to, it's going to be this horrible fight and they're going to barely escape. And I was like, I was so ready for that. It literally never comes back. They just they set up this fucking great thing for no reason. And one more thing. The the other brother in the movie, or I guess he's the only brother in the movie, he has a big saw. They show him using it in the very beginning intro. At one point that the rapist guard guy picks it up. He's like, I'm going to use this. And the brother comes over and takes it away from him. He's like, this is mine. Don't ever touch my fucking saw. And then he never uses it in the whole movie. He brings this saw in and never uses it. Oh shit, he doesn't, does he? Never. And I was like, what? <laughs> why do you keep setting up these great ideas and then just wow. do- doing absolutely nothing? Damn, you're right. He doesn't use the uh the saw after the that opening uh Yeah. But they make it a point montage. They make it a point that he picks it up, that he takes it from the guy, says, Don't touch my fucking saw, and he's carrying yeah. it, and then he just uses guns for the rest of the movie. Oh wow, yeah, you're right about that. Very and honestly, I I actually thought that you know when they were when they the whole point about you know those because uh, they were basically just like uh, dehydrated zombies, mm-hmm. and how when it rains they'll reanimate for a little bit. I thought that would be dope. I was like, that's gonna I be just, awesome. I just thought that was a clever bit of dialogue to put in there to say because because that's the thing. It's like like what? <laughs> how does a walking dead person deal with right. being trapped outside in the oppressive Vegas heat. And I just thought that was so fucking clever. Of course. Where it was like, they're dormant, but if it rains and they get a little moisture, it's of like, course. yeah, they'll start moving again. But Which I didn't be, even think of, I didn't right. even think about the fact that, uh, oh yeah, at the, maybe in the third act, it'll rain and they'll, cause that would have been dope. So, cause, okay. So like they come out and there's literally like a, like a pathway that's kind of carved through these walls of dead bodies. And you're like, Oh, when it rains, they, they come back to life for a little bit. Like, 
That is going to be, I, I literally saw it in my head. Okay. They make it back. They're on their way. They barely get there. And then it fucking starts raining and these things start coming back and they can't get to the door. I was like, this is going to be so good. And they literally, it never rains in the movie. No, <laughs> I was like, no. what a waste of a great premise. Damn, you're right. But that is on brand with, with Vegas. I mean, it's like, doesn't it, rain that much. Over, sure. But right? then why set that up at all? Like you can't say, you can't be like, there's this really rad thing that's ha- that could happen. It's not going to happen though. But it could. It's not I, going I, to. I thought, oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I did, but I still liked it because I thought it was a nice bit of, uh, again, world building. It's just like, it's I, I agree. Like it was just the it situation. Was, what a waste though. It like the saw, like yeah. the saw. It's like you went to the trouble of putting it in the movie. Yeah. No. You, you should have cut that in editing because it's not being used anymore. Like you should have, you should have removed it because it doesn't make sense now. It's just a waste. <laughs> but, see, this, but this is Zack Snyder in a nutshell. Like he's like, again, I think I made allusions to the fact that like my 13 year old self. Yeah. Uh, is why I really enjoy a lot of his stuff. Like he just comes up with these things and he's like, oh, well, yeah, well, this, this <laughs> and in this. And he's just so excited yeah. about introducing all these yeah. things. Without the through line. Yeah. Without, you know, recognizing that, hey, we, well, we mentioned this. We saw we saw the guy with this. Like, shouldn't we maybe come back to these things that we alluded to in the first act once we get to the third? Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. I got, I got some other stuff I want to do. We're going to blow this up. And yeah. This is going to happen. But that and thing boom! in particular was just a giant wasted opportunity. Like, that would have been such a good scene. And they could have very easily done it. And they just didn't yeah. do it. Um, yeah. But one thing I did like about the movie is it it feels exactly like a video game. You get all the rules established. The guy comes, gives you your mission, and then the team goes in. And so I like yeah. that it, it's it's just a video game. And I was like, I'm cool with that. So they bring, yeah. they go in, and the the coyote knows basically everything how, how it works. And then she and this is when you find out that there's a a queen because you don't know this at this point. And she, the coyote goes, we need to make a sacrifice so we can walk through the city. And they're like, what? And then she. <laughs> And she shoots the rapist in the leg. In the leg, yeah. So he can't get up. And he's like, what the fuck? And then the queen and a couple of her minions come out and they take him. And they're like, now we gave her a sacrifice. So now we can go in the city. Which I was like, that's a rad premise, too. It doesn't I hold love up. That. It doesn't hold up because then all the zombies start attacking them anyway. Oh, no, I guess that's well, not true. Because well, that guy. Because the- that guy. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So, but but I but I but I, I liked how they established like that that hierarchy. Where yeah, me too. It's so you've got the mindless zombie. So basically, you're it's like you're the bite adjacent. So if you were bitten by the alpha zombie, the the main zombie, you you're a smart kept zombie. A little, you were kind of a smart zombie. You kept a little bit more of your faculties, but it's basically like once other people start biting others. You get dumber and dumber, which right. is how you kind of get the just mindless horde. Right. But the initial crew of, I guess, bite victims that were from either the you know the 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 zombie captain or whatever the fuck. Yeah, from the original girl, the original zombie. The original source, yeah. Yeah. Like it was like he made his crew and then everybody else were it was like levels yes. to that. I really like that. And, and, yeah, and I thought and that, that was Yeah. I thought that was good. Me I too. liked that a lot too. So they and, and and I love that. Yeah, the fact that the coyote had been there for so long. She's like, yeah, I. And I do. I wasn't expecting to be honest. Like watching Same. the film, the fact that she was like, okay, hold on, like we'll make this sacrifice, 
this should buy us enough time to give us safe passage through. We can kind of get in, get out. Hopefully, of course, it doesn't, you know, go that easy, whatever. But I just like that concept where because they were receptive. The zombie queen comes out and she was great. Whoever was playing yeah. the zombie queen, like just her, her, her movements and how she acted. She was all like, she almost looked like a, like a zombie Spider-Man almost the yes. way that she contorted yes. her body and stuff. I thought that was really cool. And the fact that it was, it was the, uh, the rapist asshole. I'm like, yep. Oh, it's great. Deuces, it's great. deuces shades. So another thing that I thought would have been cooler. So they, they, take the rapist back to like the zombie stronghold and then you see the zombie king so like all the zombie minions are gathered around you don't know what they're doing and then the zombie king and the zombie queen meet and then there's the guy the rapist guy who's alive and then the zombie king puts his hand on the zombie queen's stomach to like imply like pregnancy of some sort what i thought because they kept this guy alive what I thought, which would have been very fucked up and cool, I thought they were going to make him fuck the queen to impregnate her. Because <laughs> that's what it seemed like was going to happen. Yeah. It's like, why, oh, would wow. they keep, they, why would they keep him alive? Like, why? Like, why not just kill him and eat him or turn him into a zombie immediately? There's no... But they bring him back for some reason and keep him alive. And then it seemed like, oh, shit, he's going to have to fuck this zombie bitch. And it's going to be horrible for him because they want to make like a... A hybrid baby or something. They don't do that. They just bite him normally and yeah, he becomes they, a zombie later. Don't. Yeah, and, you, but, but to, and he comes back. But to your end. point, though, it definitely takes a while for him to finally get bitten. Yeah. They do this whole show about the whole thing. Like, they throw him into the, the this uh, pit drain pool and everybody, oh, all the other zombies come in and you think, oh, they're going to eat him. But then they just lift him up. And they take him away. Yeah, and you're like, and then you're like, well, well all right. Like, why'd they okay, do that? Well, Again, it's I just, mean, he's still gonna be fucked up no matter what. But it's like y'all taking the time with him. Yeah. Now, so that's what just made sense. But I really was like, oh man, that's such a bummer. Like he should have had to fuck the queen to make a zombie baby. That would have been so good. I guarantee you, if Zack Snyder ever hears this podcast, he would be himself? like, God damn it. Yeah, man. Why the fuck did I think of that? Because I didn't think about that at all. Maybe because it's like that is so macabre. I'm like, oh my so god, so gross. Like, it would have been horrible. But like he gets raped by this zombie been, woman. Like, yeah, oh my god, the rapist is raped by the exactly. Zombie. And like it would have been, yeah, it would have been poetic. And like, yep, he, yeah, it would have been so good. But they didn't do it. So, so speaking of, so, so the one note that I wrote of this film, uh, I'm just, I'm gonna read it to you. Yeah, the Army of the Dead. Period. What is it with Snyder? And zombie babies. He's <laughs> yeah. directed two zombie films. You're right. And both have featured zombie babies. You're right. What is it with him? And I guess it's he, like the scariest thing you can imagine. Okay, yeah. I mean, it kind of is, right? Yeah. But I'm like, dude, like, what? You're you're repeating yourself. You yeah, did you're this right. You're and right. Dawn of the, was it Dawn of the Dead? That yeah, he in, the, in the mall, right? In the mall. Yeah. And when so when you you, you describe the scene when the uh, the zombie king comes out, he's like he puts his his ear next to the belly of his zombie queen. I'm like, oh, bro, you're not doing this again, are you? You're not <laughs> tell me you're not doing this again with the zombie. You're pregnancy. right. You're right. And he did, and I'm like, ah, yeah, you're right. He, yeah. I just found that funny. I'm like, these are not the same universes. They're right. two separate zombie films. He's just got to think yet, for still, zombie babies. He's got to have a zombie baby. You're right. You're absolutely right. I didn't think about that. Yep. So 
you cut back and you the crew is trying to go through this hotel and there's all these sleeping zombies and they sleep they sleep standing up so they're trying to navigate their way through them cool one of the guys on the team is the japanese businessman's right security hand guy, or, security guy yeah whatever. security guy yeah and the woman on the team who's like the vasquez is like putting pieces together and she's like, this doesn't seem right. Why are you here? And then she realizes that there's been other teams sent. She sees like remnants of it and she starts putting shit together and she approaches him and she's like, something isn't right with you. And at the end, we're going to have to have a fucking talk and blah, blah, blah. So he knows at some point he's going to get found out for being whatever. Yeah. Because he, cause he wanted her to go first. Right. And she said, I don't trust you. You go, I'll follow you. Which, and honestly, like I loved her in this film, but I'm like, you might want to, Keep your feelings about him to yourself yeah, <laughs> because like, right like, now is not the time to not. Yeah. Right now is not the time to let you, to let him know that you're onto him. Yeah. And so he goes first and they've got these, uh, the light sticks cause it's dark in there and they and Batista is like dropping these sticks to like make a path for everybody to follow. And the asshole who went in front moves one to another part of the hotel where they're at to get her off of his back, hopefully, so you know she'll get attacked and eaten or whatever. And that scene, this is when I really came alive. I mean, I was enjoying the film already, but like the scene with them, especially her, when she gets you know put off on the wrong path, yeah, and the zombies start waking up and she's got to fight for her life to get out of there. I was like, okay, this is dope, yeah, because she was tremendous. She was fucking tremendous in this in this action sequence. The way she was just yeah, she was great. Uh, like like knifing the zombies at the same time, trying to keep them quiet. Yeah. Like she stick them in the head slowly, yeah. you know, let them hit the ground, but so so as not to wake up anybody else. I thought it was fucking great. It, it's and, honestly, it, it's one of the only action sequences in the movie that I actually liked because I thought most of the action was pretty boring and too tame. Like it should have been way more. Crazy yeah. and wild. This, it was, this, it was my this favorite. one was good. Yeah, yeah. It was it was great. It was because it was it was it was fun. It was inventive. It yeah. was creative. And I do agree. Like, I, and like before I saw it, I, I I you know read you know read some reviews and they were saying how the third act is just like the action is tremendous and it's. Not. I got to the third and I was like, oh, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's not, not bad by any yeah. means. But I'm it, like that for, scene in the uh, with with her and going through and like silently. You know, killing these like that was dope. The yeah, best great. action set piece in the film. Yeah, the, the rest opinion. of the action is really tame and boring. Like it's just gunplay. Um, yeah, and it's. Not, I think it's fine. It's just yeah, it's, it's serviceable. It's fine. But like yeah. in this movie, like you have a crazy premise, and then on top of a crazy premise, you've built an even crazier world with like a zombie king and queen. There's a fucking zombie tiger. There's a zombie horse. Like the <laughs> yeah. elements here are are great. So why it just felt so restrained when it, it didn't need to be at all. It should have been way more over the top. Like it just should have been. Um, I don't care. However, you're looking at it. Like the action should have been really wild, but it just, it just wasn't. It just wasn't, but it's not bad. But you, it's not bad. But, but, but you mentioned the, uh, the zombie tiger. Yeah. Who was one of, uh, cause they, they, they actually Siegfried and Roy's tiger. Siegfried and Roy's yeah. tiger. That motherfucker is like the star of the movie. In so my good. opinion. So good. And I'm jumping ahead. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Well, we can move along real quick. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, uh-huh. so 
Yeah, go, the, go, go. Yeah, so she's going through. She's killing the zombies quietly. Obviously, it doesn't work out. She's trying to shoot them all. The bad guy henchman catches up with the rest of the group, and they're like, where's... I was going to call her Vasquez. Where's Vasquez? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. And then she, like, bursts through a window, just yes. shooting, and it's so good. And that will to live. I was like, yeah, home girl, like, get it. And she could have totally just gotten away then. And they're yeah. all just standing and watching her. Nobody's helping her. And then she, it's like she could have just gotten up, but she doesn't yeah, for some reason. And then I the know. horde of zombies gets on top of her, and literally nobody's helping her. And, and I, her I boy, said out loud, why isn't anybody helping her? That Brother Bram, I was thinking the exact same thing. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> made no sense. he is right there. And like they show the distance, like, you're not that far you're away. Like 10 guns? feet away from her. You got guns? Shoot, like, help her. And they've been shooting zombies at this point. Yes. They've been yes. shooting. It's like... Well, and they've established that, that gunshots are not... Like, that sound apparently is not enough to wake right. zombies. Right. So, <laughs> when she came crashing through that window, like, I got so pumped and so hyped that she I was, was so, still alive. Me too. And I was like, oh, and she's going to call out the guy. And, yeah. <laughs> they just looked at her. And, and they're like, we got to go. We got to go. I'm like, go. <laughs> she's go not even with. dead yet. She's, she's right there. there. She's there. I mean, she's like literally like less than, I don't know, 20 feet from you. You've got a gun. Like, help her. Shoot the motherfuckers that are trying to attack her. Imagine her thought process at that point. Like, she gets fucked over by this henchman. She's terrified. She barely makes it out of a literally impossible situation. Burst through a window. I'm free. There's my team. They're going to help me. And then they just walk away. Walk away. <laughs> and, she, and she has to blow herself up with a grenade to, to kill some, you know, everything in the movie is a cliche for, like, I obviously. Can't, I can't even front, like, how much that I went from such a high of the fact that, oh my gosh, she's still, she's still alive to, from that high to a sudden low yeah. where I realized that no one's going to help. And it was and, at that point where I almost, I almost just said, fuck this film. I'm cutting the shit off. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. Like you show, like you invest me in her to that level. Yes. And she was not even the main character, but you invest me in her fight, her struggle to live. She burst through this window. I was like, yeah, bitch, get that motherfucker. And y'all just leave. And, and then, as he just dies. And how much I'm more like, compelling would it have been if she survives, then tries to tell them this guy's bad news and he's like, she's yes. crazy, she must be bit, and like causes chaos and confusion amongst the team. It would have been so much more compelling. And it's like, that thing I just said is not an odd thing to come up with. Like, you built it in. Yes. Like, there's you no, did this. You, you set it up. Like, you set up, you the, set it the, up. the rain zombies. You set up the saw. Why are you abandoning these good yeah, concepts? Yeah. They're right there. That uh, that was the for me the most egregious uh just fail. Agree. In the film Agreed. is is how is is her and her demise, and and again I go like why show what why did you show me her being such a badass? Yeah. Killing these zombies and just making me root for her. Yeah. Bursting she, through the glass window only to then just basically walk away. It's not like they tried to save her and couldn't. They didn't Did try. Did I say I like this movie? Maybe I don't like this movie. No, it, it's, it's enjoyable. Cause, it's enjoyable. Cause that pissed me, but that really pissed me of off. Of course. I, I, I did not like that at all. It I'm didn't like, make any sense. It's like, yeah. I, I, I kept going, okay, well, they're gonna, they're gonna start helping her. And then she's gonna, she's still gonna die. I get it. Yeah. But they're gonna try to help her. But they don't even make an attempt. Like, it felt like, it felt like aside from her best friend, the driver, the, the Instagrammer guy. Instagram guy, yeah. It felt like the Instagram guy and the bad guy 
were the only ones that even turned around. Like, it seemed like Batista and them just didn't even turn around. Like, they just kept walking. No, yeah. I, th- I think Batista might have gave it a look. Like, but he was look. like, we got to keep moving. Huh. We got to <laughs> keep moving. <laughs> that sucks. I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, that... It was very frustrating. It was very frustrating. Yeah, it was. And I will say that that, her death, as, like, I, like that, her death hit me harder than anybody else that got it yeah but i will say that her death basically was like the uh the signpost saying well if you feel bad about her right get ready right <laughs> you know and I, I came to that conclusion at the end but i was like oh shit but still yeah i didn't it, like that it was very bad and it's like even in editing they could have cut it because it's a very long moment too like they should yeah. just they should have made it way shorter that as soon as she bursts through the window the zombies get on her so it's like she never stood a chance that that could have cleaned that moment up but uh yeah they didn't they or that a... she burst or that she burst through and maybe they were long gone and she realizes that fuck yes. I'm alone right and now there's zombies in front of her too like you could have yeah. done all this with CGI like just yeah, yeah just we got the clean plate of the door whatever or we can just recreate it digitally and yeah just put a bunch of zombies there she was she was never going to get out yeah cuz she's my favorite character i yeah, really liked cool. her i mean she, she cool. like she was dope i'm like yeah. i want to i want to marry this woman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they keep going on and they get to the vault. It seems like they just all of a sudden then just got to the vault too, like the, where all the money it is. Um, so they get there. Oh, the bad guy goes out with the coyote cause he wants to catch. He tells the coyote he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. But they like, don't, they oh. don't explicitly state it until later, but you yeah. see that the, uh, the bad, the, the guy working for Sonata is with the coyote and they're talking and it, you kind of get the impression, Oh, I guess they had made some kind of arrangement, but they go out and they capture the zombie queen. Yeah. Or specifically they capture the head. Well, he, the, the coyote cap- just wants to capture her. Cause he, she, he told her that he only needed a blood sample. Yeah. But then he ends up, yeah. Decapitating her. Yeah. Decapitating her, which was funny because he, he's got her head, and she's still alive because it's a zombie. You know, you got to take care of the brain. So she's so he's like holding the head up and like her eyes are still moving and all that kind of shit. Puts her in his little duffel bag. And uh, yeah, walk, you know, they and then they go. And I'm like, oh, man, I I mean, we, I mean, they, no, but like watching the movie, everybody knew this guy yeah, was yeah, not yeah. a good guy, even yeah. before the thing that he did with Basquez. Like you knew the fact just. The fact that he was affiliated with the guy that sent them in there, you know he's not above board. He's right. going to fuck them in some way. Right. And he does by capturing the head and, yeah, uh, getting the blood. or cause of, yeah. A couple things, Again, though. Like, they want to weaponize zombies. Like, that's sure. what it was all about. So it's like they wanted to capture the thing, so he needed the – but it's like – okay, so they get to the vault. They have the – quirky German guy open the vault he gets the vault open they start taking the money like well, we're rich we got it then all the they find out that the queen is dead the, the zombies find out the queen is dead so they all go pouring in after the, the good guys so then the the bad guy henchmen as they're all trying to make their escape he fucks them over he locks them in so they can't escape but why Wouldn't he hypothetically need them to get back out? Like, why do that? And why not let them get the money and just keep the head and be like, what does it matter? I have it. 
But I don't well, understand well, why he did that. I mean, there's yeah, there's no. I mean, yeah, there's no. He he was in no danger. Like nobody knew that he was bad, and he wasn't even like nobody knew that he killed Vasquez. Vasquez. Yeah. All the only new information that they would know is that he has the queen's head. Which why would they care about that anyway? You know, you're right about that, and because like he knew. I mean, he he was going to take Nataro's character on the roof with the helicopter, right? Right. But he could have easily done that with them. Yeah. So it was almost like him escaping and, and like locking that door behind him where they couldn't get to the roof. Was just like now you're just letting everybody know. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just a dick. I fucked you. Yeah, I fucked you. And and, and, and I'm he leaving. says like and he says like we don't care about the money. So it's like okay, just let them have the money and escape with you. I, yeah, you, you I know. Yeah, protection. It's it, it, there because the whole to, thing. The, yeah, the the money was just was a, a misdirect. Yeah, it's, they didn't ever like Sonata never cared about the money. They just wanted that blood sample. Right. So it's like, well, dude, you could have easily gotten away with this shit had you just gotten away with this shit. Yeah. Like, let them have the money if you didn't care about it. You still got the head. They don't know that that head is in a double bag. And and they they wanted the moment in Aliens where Burke locks them in. Yeah. And yeah. you know, then he ends up getting eaten. They wanted that moment. But there was a reason for it in that cuz Burke was scared and he thought he was safe by locking them out and keeping them yeah. with the aliens, but he ends up getting eaten by an alien anyway. But there yeah, there's just no reason for this to happen. They could have all escaped. There were a, this movie and again, I mean, it's it's Snyder. This movie was just a hodgepodge of other yeah. better action films that we've seen. Totally. Pushed together, smushed together yeah. in a zombie heist film. And it, That's it, what it was. Yeah, yeah. And it is enjoyable. Like we're we're, we're it is, yeah. We're cutting it up, it but like it's it's a totally fun, enjoyable watch. You should you know, you can watch the movie. But it but but it's enjoyable. Like look, I, I saw this on, on Netflix. I I almost went to the, the movies <laughs> today. Um Yeah, that seems to be my thing. Like I'm always close <laughs> to yeah. going to a to a movie. But now I'm fully vaxxed. I, I will at some point. Yeah. Um, and I was looking because I have the quiet, a quiet place too. Yeah, I want to see that. And and I want to see it. And I was uh, seeing the times, and honestly, just seeing what movies were being played at my Cinemark. And Army of the Dead is in theaters. Oh. My enjoyment of this film, and we were talking about you know how it's skewed or you know looking at it from different lenses, whatever. Like, I enjoyed this film because I got to see it on Netflix. Yes. Had I paid mm. $12, uh, $15, depending on the theater, what theaters are open. Yeah. I would not be as uh, forgiving. Not, I yeah. Know forgiving yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. That's but fair. my opinion would be skewed. Like, had I spent and gone out of my house, paid $12 to see the film, Paid three dollars to park, paid, you know, fifteen dollars for uh, a drink and yeah. some food, whatever the fuck. Yeah, I would not feel the same way about this. Yeah, but as a as a movie that I'm paying for monthly on Netflix, which and Netflix they raise their prices. I mean, it's yeah, almost the, to the point of they're a, going they're getting to twenty dollars soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought, ah, hey, for Netflix, yeah. Not bad. This yeah. is fun. Yeah. This is fun. So I do I, I, I will say that as a caveat to my enjoyment of this film because it definitely is skewed. Like That's you true. know 
I wouldn't be as uh, forgiving of this film yeah. had I had to you yeah, know, you're pay right. actual you're right. money. Like, I, I, yeah. You're not paying money, but... Yeah, but, you know, it's pennies on the dollar if you're watching a lot of movies or shows on Netflix, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm if, so, if I, yeah, so if I, I had come out of a theater, I would have been disappointed, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I would have, too. Yeah. I think I would have I would have I would have come out being disappointed, basically saying, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was too long and it wasn't as good as it could have been. Yeah. And it was really kind of stupid in a lot of parts. <laughs> but having watched it at home. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It was too, I, still too long. It's, but it's too fun. long. Too long. But yes, I agree. It, it is fun. Um, there's a part at the end. So. The. Black guy and the German guy are left in the vault. They see the zombies coming and they make kind of eyes at each other like, should we go back and get the money? And they're both like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's get it. So they go. It doesn't work out. The king comes in with a couple of zombies behind him and uh, the black dude starts fighting the king. The German. I wish I knew these guys <laughs> names. I know. Um, yeah. He, he's apparently like uh, some famous uh, comedic actor in Germany. Oh, is that right? He's yeah, very good. Yeah. Him, him and that black dude are great. Um, Omari Omari Hardwick is the black guy's name. Okay, I really I think like he's that. on that show Power. I've oh, never okay, seen that, Power. I haven't either. That Fifty Cent show, right? I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, he, he's very yeah. good. Um, he's fighting the king. Doesn't go well. The German guy ends up like pushing him in the vault, sacrificing himself to keep him locked in the vault and safe. Very nice moment. Obviously, the German guy dies. Uh, the the woman who loves Batista, she dies. So then it's just down to like Batista, his daughter. Oh, his daughter's there. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You you glossed over her death. Okay. Yes, you're right. So Batista's love interest, the, she's the second recruit. Or she's the first recruit. The first recruit. Like Batista she, gets she's going to get 20 million. Yeah. Batista gets the job. He goes, he's the first person that he goes to. And they've got history. And they have this really nice moment right before she dies. Which again, I was like, fuck you, Snyder. Yeah. They had this really nice moment where she's like, I did this for you. I don't give a shit about the money. I just, I care about you. I love you. Did it up. The elevator <laughs> dings, opens up and there's zombies in there. And this much, she turns around to look at the zombie and this motherfucker, this zombie snaps her head around three, not three, like 180, 180 degrees. Yeah. And her neck bone Pops out of the skin. Yeah, I was like, "God damn!" Yeah. Can I? Is there? Can there be any bit of of of, of happiness yeah. or joy in this film? Yeah, it's like these are not bad people. Yeah, no. Like I, you know, in a movie, not, I liked her, and yeah, I liked me too. I liked her. Like too. that was a nice moment between them. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck!" And that's when I was like, "Yeah, you know, everybody's getting Every, it." Yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody's about to get it. Like this is not, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't, I don't hate the movie for it. I mean, I was no, not no, no. expecting it. It's but it, 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 it is. It is one of those movies where like nothing gets accomplished because everyone's gonna die. Like it, yeah. nobody, nobody wins. Every everybody's gonna die. There is no winner in this at all in this movie. We even talk about his daughter and yeah. And so his his daughter thing. ends up being there with them. It's kind of inconsequential, but like yeah. So ultimately. The only people who escape the hotel are Batista and his daughter, and and then that that uh, the bad Tick. guy, uh, 
Tig well, Tar, who's not in, she's on the roof in the helicopter trying to get the helicopter right. to work. The helicopter doesn't work for some reason. Well, of course um, not. Yeah, it, it can't. So she's trying to get it to work. The bad guy, how does he die? The, which bad guy? The henchman. About the, uh, the bad henchman. The guy with the queen's Oh, the, the, the fucking uh, Sigmund and Freud's. Uh, oh, oh, right. The tiger. Lion. That's right. The tiger, tiger. The tiger. That's right. He gets eaten by the tiger, which Crush. is very fun. Well, first, okay. So you're underselling that. Yeah. This tiger, this this is, I mean, probably one of the best moments of the film for it's me. It's great. So good. Because I hated this guy so bad. Yeah. Like, and, you know, Snyder knew it. And he's like, we're going to relish in the fact that this guy is about to get destroyed by this zombie tiger. And, man, he shoots this this tiger this is like a cat playing with a mouse yeah except that the mouse is a man <laughs> and the cat is a zombie fucking tiger <laughs> yeah 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 it is throwing his body from one car to the next slashing at him uh i mean it's it's like the remnant uh it's like the remnant like when that bear is attacking leo the cap in yeah. that film it is bloody. It is gruesome. And that tiger, it ends it all after he's done. Bites his fucking head off. Yeah. Like, just not even all. Like, he bites, like, a three-quarters of his head off of his face. Yeah. And you just see a little bit of his skull and the blood just rushing out. And I was like, God damn. It's great. Like, it was great, and I felt bad yeah. for that guy. I'm like, I wanted you to get it. But not like that, bro. It was rough. That was, man. He really it was rough. got him, yeah. Oh, so that's the other thing. The coyote switches the the head in the bag. She takes the queen head and puts something else. So when the 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 bad henchman yeah. thought he had escaped with the queen head, he opened it up and realized that he had nothing. So he knew yeah, like, he oh, bamboozled. I fucked up. I got bamboozled. I fucked up. And then the coyote ends up dying. So it's just down to Batista and his daughter. But his daughter has gone off to rescue a woman in the beginning of the movie who goes in to rescue her daughter or something. Yeah, yeah, I forget exactly why. She had to go into the city, to, I think, to rescue her daughter. To do something, yeah, yeah. No, no, she had kids. She had to go in to get, she had to go in to get money or something like that. I don't know, whatever it was. Yeah, I the, think it was money. The I think money, she was yeah. Because she wanted yeah. to get out of the, the internment camp, which they were going to yeah. evacuate the next day anyway. I know. <laughs> No. <laughs> so again, it's very, very bad writing. So the daughter is like, I got to rescue my friend. So she takes off and goes into where the they're being held captive, which is in like the zombie stronghold. I don't know how she knows where it is, but she does. <laughs> and then Batista is like, true. where's my daughter? Oh, she went to this place. I know where it is, too, for some reason. And... Uh, well, I think the coyote had, had mentioned that they were... Oh, maybe you're right. They 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 hold up in like this. Maybe you're right. Yeah, this one casino where okay. it's like that's their Maybe stronghold. Right. Yeah. So then it's on the roof. Batista gets in the helicopter. He's fighting with the uh, king zombie. He gets away. Another aliens moment. Another that aliens was moment. Ripley going to get Newt. Yes. Uh, with uh, Bishop flying the helicopter. Yes. That is exactly what Absolutely happens right. in Absolutely this right. film. Yeah. 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 Um. So somehow, so then Batista has Tig Notaro drop him off at the building and he's now trying to look for his daughter who's in the building looking for this woman. Somehow, the zombie king, who was 
at that hotel across town is able to traverse the city in the same time it takes for the helicopter. (laughs) The helicopter to traverse it. He's he's as fast as a helicopter, apparently. Because then he's just right there with all the rest of the zombies in the hotel fighting... uh, but, but you know what it was? It was uh, it was the power of that cape. We failed to mention that the uh, the zombie king's got a cape. He's got a cape and he's a, like, like, a helmet. The helmet, yeah, because uh, he right. knows. You're right. I, I, he he's smart enough to know that he's got a metal helmet that I really to like. protect himself from any brain damage. Yeah, but doesn't give any of his followers. That's what bummed me out too. I was like, why doesn't he to- give? I was like, wouldn't it be awesome if there was an actually an army of the dead yeah, that had fucking helmets dead. that you can't kill these yes. guys? Like, that would be rad. No, they don't. It's do like that. you are the brains of the outfit. Like, you're, you've got the smarts to protect yourself, but not your, your None subjects. Of the other like, not even your queen, like nobody. Not even your queen, no. So ultimately, the woman dies that she was trying to save. So just Batista and the daughter get out. They fly away with Tig just as the military sends a nuke. Sends in. a nuke. Early, by the way. Yeah. They, they knew the nuke was coming. Right. But they find out that they are like, ah, hey, you know what? It's July 4th. Fuck it. Let's send this thing early. Just fuck it. Fireworks. Just fuck it. We've already evacuated the people that we've kept waiting for a year. Let's just, yeah. let's just blow up the city now. Let's just do it now. Like, why wait? So they're flying away. They get caught in the blast radius, obviously, and the helicopter goes down. Now, here's the thing. Batista and the daughter survive the crash. Tig does not. They don't show her, but she does not. That was like the only moment she, I was like, oh, it's some like funky. They didn't have the footage moment. Yeah. Yeah. She, she died. She had one of the propeller blades. Oh, yeah. Pierced her. I was like, yeah, I got to do her yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, God damn. But here's the thing. Vegas and the surrounding miles and miles and miles, let's say 10 mile radius, is going to be nuclear fallout forever. Yeah. They would have been dead from the radiation, like immediately, because they were like I don't know, like a, a half a mile outside, outside of Vegas. I know, yeah. I was, thinking, I was thinking that same thing. I'm like, you might have escaped the blast, but you're still fucked. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> I mean, literally gonna melt in seconds now. Yeah. Uh, so Batista ends up being dead. They but they reconcile because they were fighting. They reconcile, and then and he was bitten. He was bitten, and then zombies are coming. And then the daughter dies too. So everybody dies. Well, no, the daughter lived, didn't she? No, she died, didn't she? No, she lived. Where did she, she go? She killed Batista because. Uh, oh, right, right. Oh, that's right. That's that's all they showed. Yeah, because he got bit, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And like he knows it, and he they they say their final farewells, and then she sees him turn, and she puts a bullet in his head. That's right. That's right. But then but- you see her like. She goes off to do whatever, and then that's when they cut to... Okay, that's right. Omari, the black guy. Okay. The black guy lives. The black guy, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, kind yeah. Of. So, okay, that's right. That's right. So, the daughter, you're right. She shoots her dad in the face, <laughs> and then just like, walks through the nuclear Which, fallout honestly, I thought, desert. I thought was I thought was pretty cool because, you know, Batista was forced to kill his wife, her mother. And then she, in turn, ends up having to kill her father. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Poor girl. Um, so it's like, yeah, okay. So I guess they're saying she survived, but it's like, she'll, she'll be dead in seconds. Like, she's literally yeah. in a nuclear blast. Yeah. You're a nuclear blast, yeah. You're fucked. And then they cut to, 
like a hatch opening and it's Amari. His hand comes out and he survived because he's obviously in a bank vault. Theoretically, that should survive. Obviously, he'd be dead the second he came out. Again, that's what, that's what I was thinking too. Like way worse about the daughter. I'm like, dude, like you better stay your black ass in there. Like stay the, that the safe, new, new man. weapon just went off. Yeah, like, but I mean, like, he, you're not going to be able to come out for months at least. Yeah, I know. At I least. Know. So anyway, as soon as he when he walked out, I was thinking, I was like, I was expecting his body to just like disintegrate. Yeah, almost, like, yeah. But they they just they don't deal with the radiation. So fine. He's got all this money. So then cut to he goes to like a little airport. Somehow there's an airport nearby that he can walk to. I know. And he's like, I need a plane. And they're like, we don't have anything for you. Ew. And he's like, what about all this money? And they're like, oh, right this way, sir. Like a pretty woman moment. He's sitting on a plane. The stewardesses are like, the flight attendants are giving him champagne. He's like, drink with me. So they're drinking. And he's like, I don't feel well. And go ahead and finish it out. And uh, so they 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 realize that he's got you know he's he's cold. It's like oh are you feeling okay sir da da da. It's like oh yeah I'm 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 fine I'm 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 good I'm just gonna go to the uh, the laboratory put some some water on my face. So he goes out, goes to the bathroom, and then I mean honestly, <laughs> surprise, he's been bitten. Right. So now he's carrying. The virus, the whatever, outside of Vegas. And he's been bitten by the king. And he's been bitten by the king. Right. Yes. So, so he'll be a smart zombie. So he's so it's basically like the king basically passed his his shit on to him. And to lead up probably to like sequels of like, mm-hmm. oh my God, what's gonna happen now? It's like now you had this virus that was contained in Vegas. Now this guy to, has escaped. I think they're going to Mexico. He was in Utah. Right? No, he was in Utah. Was he? He was flying to Utah. Which I'm like, why are you going there? Why is he going to Utah? That's weird. Like, what black man wants to fly to Utah? Like, that, that, that didn't make any sense to me. He wants to be the only black guy in Utah. I guess so, you know, but, but that, yeah, then that's how it ends. Oh, that's weird. With him, I, you know, being now, the, the virus is out. As much as they were trying to contain, and they, they sent a nuke to Vegas to kill the, you know, the zombie outbreak. Now you got one loose in the world. And by that point, I was like, okay, you know, this was fine for what it was. Mr. Snyder, I hope you don't have any ideas of continuing with this. They're, they're, just... they're going to do a sequel for sure. This this movie's been number one since it came out. I know. I know it's been doing really well yeah. on Netflix, but. <sighs> They'll do a sequel. They'll do a sequel. And it, it won't be nearly as fun or good. It'll, it'll be bad for sure. I, 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 I... <laughs> the movie was fun. Yeah. For what it was. I don't want to see a sequel. Same. I don't care to see a sequel. Does not it is you not. You got rid of need. all of the people that I like. Had had maybe Batista stuck around, yeah, or some of these actors. But like, just to con- con- continue this, I'm like, that's a really good point. I'm like, why? Now it's just another zombie movie. Right. Where I'm like, it, it's I don't essentially give a, shit. a separate movie at this yeah. point. Yeah, that's true. It's like I I was into this because I'm a fan of Batista and I liked a lot of the characters that you all fucking just killed. Yeah. And now, if you expect me to give a shit about a sequel, I'm like, well, nah, I'll just watch this again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, because like the, the daughter isn't is not an enjoyable character. She's the only character. I was like, oh, she's annoying. I don't like her. Yeah, she was. She was annoying. Yeah. She was annoying. Um, so it's like if she survives, then presumably she would be the protagonist in the sequel if they're going that route. Um, which I'm not interested in seeing her fight yeah. Amari. Like that doesn't interest me. 
or maybe they just do it, you know, like a they treat it like an anthology, right? Almost where it's like right. it's the same world. Uh, it's a different side. Maybe of it. Omari is in it as the, the zombie king, or maybe they just do a quick thing where it's like, hey, this is the guy that carried the virus into the United States proper in the world and has infected all this, right? Maybe now he's dead, but now. But then, but then, once you do that, like I think no. the novelty of this movie was the fact that it was a self-contained, it's isolated. Yeah, it was isolated. Yeah, you're right. Now that now that you break out, it's like well, now you're now just, it's like just a zombie, zombie movie. Film. Yeah, it's just yeah, a zombie like, movie. Yeah, I don't Absolutely. really care about that. So true. You know? Yeah, I, I would agree. Like in general, I like when movie like if you just wrap your movie up, make a sequel if you want to make a sequel. But I hate when movies set up for sequels. It's just so dumb. Like just yeah. make this be a self-contained thing. If you're gonna make more. Great. Make you, don't you can to, always make more. Yeah. You can, you you can, can always just make, make another one. You don't have to do this like oh, to be continued. Like you don't need it's not necessary, guys. It's it's hokey and old. It's, yeah. it's dumb. Yeah, you're better off. Like I I I, I would have preferred like this just had a definitive end. Yeah. I didn't need a tease for any sequels or and maybe I like maybe they weren't maybe that wasn't his intention. It felt like that to me watching it. Yeah. Like or maybe you yeah. see because like Omari sees the bite mark and he's just like fuck. It's like the end of the thriller. And video. then, yeah. And I'm like, I don't need that. It's like, yeah. Just, I mean, you killed everybody again. You yeah. killed everybody I cared about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, all right. Yeah, and so many next- movies. So many movies do it. Like we we defeated the monster, or we defeated the virus, and then the main guy turns to camera and his eyes glow yellow, which is what they yeah. do in this movie too. Like every like any alien movie does that too, right? Like if there's a alien virus, like we got it all, and then they'll show the lead actor and his the black goo goes across his eyes, and you're like, all right, yeah. I get it. Like it's yeah, yeah. It's, you didn't yeah. you didn't win, okay? Aliens did it the best. Yep. The way it ended. Yep. Like that was a definitive end. Now it was kind of gloomy because it ended with them being in hypersleep or uh, the cryogenic sleep. Yeah. But they had vanquished. The they enemies. won. They won. They won. There was no. Now, obviously, they threw all that away when they did Alien Three. I know. Yeah, which I was, was like the say, dumbest they, way to start a movie. Yeah, they fucked it up with three. But Aliens ended yeah. on a note where like they were the clear winners. They won. They got rid of that fucking alien. They killed all of the aliens and they escaped. The three main and characters that you wanted to win won. Sigourney yeah. Weaver, Michael Bean, and Newt. They got away. And Newt. They got away. And then Alien 3 and, is like, you know those characters that you love so much? Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. What the like, fuck? Fuck you, <laughs> this, son! This, this, is like you're, this is how you're starting? <laughs> like those, All those hard-earned story points that you, we spent two hours going over? Yeah, they don't matter anymore. Sorry. And that didn't even make sense to me. I mean, it's we can so get I, it, Yeah, it's like... Well, yeah, yeah, I didn't want to get into yeah, it. Yeah, Alien yeah, yeah, yeah. 3 and yeah. that bullshit. But Aliens... Alien and Aliens are perfect movies. They're fucking flawless, and they're the some of the greatest movies ever made, for sure. Agreed. And the only Agreed. time I've ever seen someone take... I mean, it's, it's just fucking James Cameron, man. He's amazing. He's fucking amazing. To take... To make a sequel out of something that was perfect, uh, uh, Alien, the first Alien, is a masterpiece. I think it's the greatest horror movie of all time. To take that... And then be like, I'm going to take it and make it a totally different genre. I'm going to make it an action sci-fi movie that is the best action sci-fi movie ever made. And he did it yeah. with Terminator also. I know. He's like, I'm going to make the and, best sci-fi movie of all time with Terminator. And he did, and he, and he, and like with Terminator, he did them both. He did the first one. He didn't he do did the, the first second. one, did he? Yeah. 
Really? James Cameron? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Why didn't I know that? Did I know that? Terminator. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Holy shit, you are right. What the fuck? Of course I'm right, dog. I'm right every <laughs> 50 times. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know why I had it in my head that... I guess I was just thinking about Alien. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- that's probably what it was. Yeah. Wow, yeah. But yes, the Terminator, which is even more weird that like he took something that he already made and made it better, which is odd. Well, because because he got he had, I mean, he did the first Terminator on a very small budget. Yeah. Did what he could. And then he was like, oh, wow, it was a hit? I get to do it again? That's it's a great like, movie. Oh, that, first, that, that first Terminator is a great movie. Oh, dude, I love it. It's really, it's I mean, I love, so good. I, I love I'm a big fan of the first three Terminators. Ugh. I know that everybody hates T3. Nope, nope, nope. nope. I like Terminator 3. James Cameron didn't do it. I know that, but I love that movie too. He, he, James Cameron, though, is one of the greatest filmmakers of our time, though. I know he doesn't get that kind of credit, but like... He gets it from me. He, he gets it from me. Yeah. And, 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 he's, and he's not only... Like, he's innovative. Like, he creates technology for film to be yeah. used that everybody then uses. Michael that Bay everybody that then too. uses, yeah. Yeah. No, I... Yeah. Dude, I I think um, uh, James Cameron has made a lot of movies, but honestly, I mean, he hasn't made that many films because he takes, you know, his time between. Which I appreciate. He's never made a bad film. Like, there's there's not one film he's directed that will be classified as bad. I can't think of anything. In my opinion. I think he did do, like, one of the Piranha films, but I guarantee you, in terms of the Piranha... That first Piranha uh, movie is great. Uh, Pantheon was probably a pretty good fucking Piranha film. But he doesn't do bullshit. Like, he takes his time. And okay, and I know that I've heard he's he's hard to work with. But, yeah. you know, when you're working with somebody, you know, like, uh, what do they call them? Uh, uh, these visionary directors, like an artiste. Yeah, I guess. You know, I, mean, I, I I don't. I mean, just growing up. I don't take. Look, you got to be nice. I don't. I don't. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not just cutting any with, slack. Yeah, just like all these horror stories, like you know, just being yeah. around the industry of like, oh, this director is a, he screams at people, and I've seen it too, and I'm like, what? Fuck no, fuck that. But yes, you're right. I mean, The Abyss, True Lies, obviously Aliens, Terminator One and Two, like Avatar. I'm not the biggest fan of Avatar, but like I appreciate them for what they are. I, look, I, I liked Avatar when I saw it. Yeah, I've only seen it once. It doesn't. It doesn't hold up. But it probably doesn't. But you know what? It's still say what you want about Avatar. Cause I know a lot of people have, you know, yeah, crazy opinions about it. Oh, it's just uh, dancing with wolves. And it, and it is. But I'm it's like, fine. and it is. Yeah, it's that's fine. But that's not a bad movie. No, 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 not at all. It's not. There's no it's just not a bad film. No, um, it's probably the least my least favorite film that he's done. Yeah. Just in terms of uh, and I only said it because I, I judge, you know, film in terms of, you know, rewatchability. Right. I've seen The Abyss more times than I can count. Yeah. I've seen Aliens. True Lies. Definitely way more times than I can count. Terminator 2, same thing. Terminator, same thing. True Lies, same thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, he, what else has he done? He's a, a fucking, uh, Titanic. Titanic. I love Titanic. Titanic is I've great. only seen it like three or four times, but I love Titanic. It's still a lot. I mean, it's a you know a nine-hour movie. It's a lot to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, he, he's a, I mean, he's a fucking master masterful filmmaker he he really is he does big movies but like he does big movies the way you should do a big movie he knows how to yeah. do them. he's really good and it, I, and I, it was funny i was i just rewatched uh 
abyss not too long ago. I think I might have mentioned this to you, but and just how miserable everybody was making that film. Yeah. Uh, you know, to the point where the actors didn't even want to do promotion for it. Yeah. Um uh what's the name? Ed Harris was like, No, I'm I'm good. Uh Mary Elizabeth met San Antonio. She was like, Fuck that film. I hated working on it. Uh the scene where uh Ed O'Neill like slapping her to wake her back up after she, you know, drowns. <laughs> Cause she was like, he, you know, Cameron, he wanted that. Yeah. To be real. And she she was like, enough of this. No. Yeah. Stop. No more, no more takes. I'm yeah. done with this. Yeah. But yeah. all that anger and all that, like that movie's fucking great. I love it. Really it's really good. I think Abyss might be one of my favorite films that he's done. <laughs> to I be mean, honest. I mean, so. I mean, I, I mean, uh, Aliens is Aliens is the best. Yeah, probably my favorite. Yeah, but I love Abyss. It's amazing. And it's also one of his worst performing films too. Yeah, and it's. I mean, even and again, the technology breakthroughs like that. Technology when the water creature comes yeah. out, like that didn't exist. Like the guys who made that, John Laster and whatever. Like those are the guys who later went on to invent Photoshop. Oh shit! Yeah, and that technology also. I mean, you you saw that yeah, the water tentacle. Like that's like that's how you got that liquid Terminator in T exactly. two. Yeah, I think you know, it was, it was all ILM. That. I think it was ILM who did that. It was, uh, yeah, industrial yeah. light and magic. Um, yeah, so it's like that's all him. Like it's his vision. He he's an impressive filmmaker, man. He really is. Yeah, we'll see what he does with these uh, Avatar sequels. I know, fucking. Which honestly, I, I didn't, I'm not even looking forward to them. Nobody is. I'm not looking forward <laughs> to it. Nobody like, is. I didn't... Who's like, oh, I wonder what's going on in Pandora? Nobody cares. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. You know, you know what I like about him though. So Avatar was the highest grossing film of all time, right? Then Avengers Endgame. Endgame takes it. So immediately after, they re-release Avatar <laughs> to get, get it back above. <laughs> I, I like, know. That is the pettiest shit. I love it. It's so funny. It made me laugh so and, hard. And and they they he re-released it, I think it was in China. Yeah, right? exactly. Just in China. Yeah. Like, Just in get, China. Let's get these numbers back up, fellas. Nobody's taking this uh, spot in mine. I, yeah, I, I I remember reading that story too, and I just shook my head. I'm like, oh, so funny, motherfucker. Dude. And it's probably purely so when the second one comes out, they can be like the sequel to the highest grossing film of all grossing time. Of all they don't time, want to be like yeah. the sequel to the second highest grossing film of all no. time. You know what? I guarantee you that's exactly probably what they did. Yeah. I mean, that and the fact that, of course, it's like it's I'm petty. sure for James Cameron, it's like, yeah, I, no, 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 no comic book film was going to top my movie. Yeah. And I'm funny, like, dude, man. your film is a comic book film. And, and, and there's look, no comic book been published of it, but yeah. it's the same shit. And honestly, like Cameron, you still win because Marvel had to do it with 50 canonized characters in over 20 movies. Like that's, that's yeah. why Endgame was what it was. Cause it took 20 movies to get there. The world was invested. You did it in one movie. Like you still win. Yeah. I even, know. If, even if that movie ended up Avengers is higher. You still you did it off of something you created in your brain, and with one movie you win, dude. You win. Yeah. Like, nah. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> He's like, but I, I want to win more. Yeah. Get off me. I want to win. Let's I go. Win all of the wins. Send it back all out. The wins. <laughs> Let's do it again. Taiwan is not a country. Let's go, China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. Oh man. 
Uh, all right. Well, I'm running out of steam. Yeah, and man, I still me too. Gotta this, eat dinner. This has been a long one. Yeah, and we're like, I got to I got to heat up my dinner. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I made some pasta last night. I'm gonna have some leftovers. Nice, man. Sounds good. Made some angel hair shrimp pasta. I love some angel hair shrimp pasta. That sounds good, dude. Well, all right. Um, like and subscribe. Or, uh, don't like and subscribe. I'm, I'm not. I haven't been doing the YouTube stuff. I'm probably not going. We'll just keep it on iTunes. I'll eventually get around to YouTube clips again. Um, rate and review on iTunes. Uh, like and follow on Spotify. Share with all your friends. Um, GrahamBaker.com slash merch. B? Uh, at TrueBWill on Twitter. And you also do music. Have you ever pimped out your, or not pimped out? That's a bad uh, word. I, I, but uh, I, I, I promoted your music albums on this. I don't yeah, think you ever had, um, like- on all streaming platforms, wherever you get your music, uh, Grey House, G R E Y H O U S E. There's another Grey House from like I don't know, not that long ago, but it's like an electronic, like a dance music. That's not me. Um, <laughs> so you, you'll know it's me. Uh, Gray House. Just I have Grand Baker. Grand, yeah. Grand Baker. Yeah. Um, Gray House. And if you Graham go, Baker. if you go to my Twitter um, at Graham Baker, uh, the link in my bio will give you like all of my links for all the things that I do, all my websites, my, yeah. my YouTube channels, all that shit. It's all there. Um, but yeah, Gray House on iTunes and Spotify and Bandcamp and where do you Android users listen to music? Yeah, you you uh, you made one of my all time favorite albums. So Thank you, man. Yeah, the uh, the one with the with the the polar bear, Gooby Goo and Peekers. Yeah, I made a record in yeah. two thousand eight. I still I still listen to it regularly. Thank you, man. It's an indie rock record. I made it with one of my best friends. Um, it's called. Uh, it's, we 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 named it as a joke. We didn't think we'd do anything with it, but the album itself is very good. It's not a joke. Uh, called Gooby Goo and Peekers. Uh, the album is called My Stomach Can Hold Up to One Hundred Fifty Pounds of Food. Um, it, 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 thank you, man. I appreciate it. It is, uh, it's one of my favorite things that I've ever done. It's, uh, it's a really good indie rock record. Yeah. I love it. Thank you, man. And that, that record allowed me to, to do shows in Vegas and up in the Bay and tour, you know, the East coast and Canada a little bit. Yeah. yeah I was going to so, say you were, you were, you were that cause you had mentioned early in the show that you were in uh, Buffalo. Yeah. Or yeah, it was it because through, it yeah. Was a yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Scooby. Yeah, we, we did some yeah. shows in Brooklyn, and we played like a, a festival for a few days up in Toronto. Um, yeah, yeah. We played shows Great in album. Vegas, and thank you, man. I appreciate it. I, and, and that's available too. You can stream or buy that wherever you stream and buy stuff. Yeah, get that, y'all. Get that, y'all. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. You'll thank you'll you, thank man. me. I appreciate that. I appreciate. Or actually, that. you'll thank Graham because he's the one that fucking. <laughs> <did> <laughs> Did the thing. I'm just recommending all it. credit goes to B. All credit goes to Brian. <laughs> tw- tw- tweet it, tweet it, Brian at Truby Will. Hey, thanks for thanks for that recommendation. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, uh, that's it, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you next week with something else. Yeah. All right. Hey, were we recording? <laughs> yeah, we were recording. <laughs> all right, all right, good, good. <laughs> all right, peace. All right, peace.
the bombcast.